the coin guitars. Got the plan of action, never acting. No need to scramble to get traction. We make it happen. From two fours to four three. The founder of Slapdick Podcast, Slapdick uh, Whiskey, Slapdick Cigars, and the author of uh, Hit Me Now, Love Me Later. Ladies and gentlemen, Coach Jason Brown. Straight, no chaser, real raw and uncut. Coach, every time you come on, I laugh, I learn something, and then I fear that somebody's going to be incredibly pissed off with what you said. All around hustler. Make no mistake about it. I've done this a long time. Try to eliminate this soft society we have. There's legend. Hey, me now, love me later, like my book says. This was presented by Slapdick Whiskey. Hey, Hell yeah. Hey, Slapdick yeah. Whiskey's good, so are the Stogies. Some real talk, real good flavor on these things, and the burn is excellent. Beautiful burn. Okay. Yes, sir. Slapdick Whiskey, Slapdick Cigars. Be true to yourself and see if, if if some shit changes for the for the worse or for the better. They asked me to do a podcast. I said, let's call it the Slapdick Podcast. What up, what up, what up? Real Coach JB here on this Fearless Friday on the Slapdick Podcast on YouTube live, on Twitter live. Everybody on Twitter, what's going down? Uh, we're here on the Slapdick Podcast, man. Fucking Fearless fucking Friday. Here on the Slapdick Podcast. What better place to be than right here on Fearless Friday? Come on over to YouTube, join, check it out. Become a member. Um, join today. Become a member of the Fearless Friday Slapdick Podcast over on YouTube. Shout out to everybody on Twitter Live uh, joining us. Make sure you come on over to YouTube. Subscribe. Become a member. Hit the like button, the notification bell, so you know when I'm on. Hey, it's Fearless Friday, man. Ain't no fucking better day than today. Let me get you guys started on the right motherfucking foot for today. Quote of the day, get you going on this fine Friday, March 4th, 2022. Life shrinks or expands in proportion to one's courage. Your life either fucking shrinks or expands based on one's courage, man. I got to I got to take out big words. You know what I mean? I got to take out big words for some of you motherfuckers even though I do a fucking contrary to belief segment which I basically teach fucking English class in this bitch. Um a lot of you guys can't even understand how to spell fucking cat if I told you there was a C and a T in the motherfucker. But I do a contrary to belief segment. So, today's quote, life shrinks or expands in proportion to one's courage. Hey man, it's Fearless Friday. You got to have some nuts and guts fucking with me. A lot of you guys seen my social media post from last night, man. I had a uh, had an interaction and a conversation, a great conversation with a homeless man down in Compton, Long Beach area here in Cali. And, uh, you know, man, it's the problem, man. You know, I don't I don't I have a lot of those conversations, but you never see them because I don't put them on fucking camera. I hate, I think it's a bitch move to put that shit on camera, to be honest with you. But I felt last night I needed to do it, man. There's a lot of shit that wasn't on camera I wish you would have seen because I had him come in the car, sit down, and fucking sit there. And I had a discussion with the man. Uh, 
But, you know, I chose not to film those areas. You know, I feed the homeless, too, but I don't fucking film that shit. But, you know, we got these bitch-made motherfuckers on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram who want to, oh, you shouldn't have filmed it. Uh, shut the fuck up, motherfucker. I filmed it so your bitch ass can learn something. Every fucking filmable moment is a teachable moment. Remember that shit. Some of you guys can't even grasp the fucking concept. The eye in the sky don't ever lie. Every fucking day is an interview. I can go on and on and on and on. But it's Fearless Friday here today. And I appreciate everybody on Twitter Live, everybody on YouTube Live, here for the Slapdick Podcast, here on this Fearless Friday, getting you through the hump. Five days a week now on the Slapdick Podcast on YouTube. Appreciate all you guys. Shout out to everybody, especially all you members in the house. Um, Everybody on Twitter, come on over to YouTube, become a member, subscribe today. We are growing this show. That's what she said, and I'm going to get it going. Um, Here with some slapdick with the glass that says fuck on it. You can't really see it. A little bit right there. Fuck is what it says. Great American word, I believe fuck is. I believe there's a few great American words. Fuck's one of them. Motherfuckers, too. Um, You know, let me take a sip of this shit. But I do think there's some great American words out there that are, found, are frowned upon nowadays. We frown upon these great American words like fuck and motherfuck, shitbird and fuckstick, slap dick. You know what I'm saying? Um, Sean, see, some cats got to stay in their lane. You know what I'm saying? See, a lot of you guys think that I posted this video last night of this uh, homeless man and I was drunk and talking shit driving. See, I got a lot more to lose than probably the average person listening to this. And if you think I'm that fucking retarded, then you should go fucking see a psychiatrist. Don't ever worry about me, dog. No DUIs in my entire life. I've never been arrested for having alcohol on my breath. I've never fucking failed a breathalyzer. I've never taken a breathalyzer. So... I got this, dog. I'm a big boy, and I always say, dog, (laughs) don't do the fucking crime if you can't do the time. So you got to go into life already knowing and understanding that shit. I'm going to do the crime if I know that I'm going to do the time. But don't do the fucking crime if you can't do the time. Is what it is. I despise drunk drivers, just so you fucking know. I despise fucking drunk drivers. They kill motherfucking innocent families all the fucking time. You think I'm that fucking ignorant and dumb? Give me a little more credit than that. Think I don't have a driver driving me if I'm drunk? You think I didn't fucking wasn't in the truck and you think I'm gonna drive? That was it. We were in Compton. You think you think I'm gonna drive from Compton to the fucking Inland Empire loaded? Ah damn. Some of you motherfuckers are just so ignorant, dog. Ignorance life threatening. Uh, appreciate everybody on Twitter coming on over. Uh, see me later. Go get some new merch, man. CoachJVStore.com. Get you some slapdick whiskey. Get you some new merch, visors, Billichek hoodie, short sleeve and long. Be fearless on Friday, man. Appreciate everybody in the room. And uh, holla at you guys, man. Uh, CoachJVStore.com, man. Slapdick whiskey. I'll see you guys on over. Come on over to YouTube, man, on on Twitter. Come on over to YouTube. I appreciate you guys, man. Peace. Um, 
Anyway, you know, um, it's a good deal, man. Good deal, good deal. Um, I don't know how to do that shit, man. I don't know how to do that fucking Twitter shit live. I've never done the Twitter live thing. Have you guys ever done the Twitter live thing? Um, the NFL Combine is an absolute shit show. But I've already discussed that a little bit. I will get into it a little bit today. I will answer some fan questions today. Um, I will have a few other issues. Um, so, you know, uh, Sean, no, needs, no reason to apologize, dog. You, you said it for a reason. Uh, we are what we do, not what we say we do. <laughs> you going to tell me next that you late to the motherfucking party or what? Nobody gives a fuck. Vince McMahon just said it yesterday on the Pat McAfee show. I say it every fucking day I'm on the show. Ain't no reason to apologize. We are what we are. Shit. Um, I don't know how to do spaces on Twitter. Not at all. I don't have a. I don't know how to do that. Sean, I would give you a fucking shout out if you become a member. You guys got to become members that aren't members. Jared Owens, all you guys that aren't members, fucking become a member or stop fucking asking questions. This is the realest podcast on planet Earth. I say shit that nobody else fucking says. I'm not scared to say it. This is a fucking fearless Friday. You know I'm going to say shit that nobody else says, even though I said it on Thirsty Thursday yesterday for all the thirsty bitches out there. And I mean bitches, and I'm, I'm for pertaining to the male bitches. Because, see, I don't really get a lot of fucking females that talk shit. I get male bitches. Eden 96, you can ask questions if you become a member. Until then, you can't ask shit. I posted a fucking few topics on social media. I asked for you guys to give me some fucking questions. I, I'm going to address a few today. I'll address some more on Monday. I have a million of them from you guys, so I appreciate all you guys reaching out. Um, but... Yes, so please understand that, um, you know, it is what it is. This show is brought to you by betonline.ag. Um, as we hit the weekend, NBA lineups, NHL lineups, March Madness, ready to get going. Shout out Shane Bailey dropping a dub on me. Um, from the latest odds, total player performance props, and where to find the next coach, BetOnline is the number one spot for all sports betting needs. Head on over to the website, use the mobile device to sign up today, receive 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds. Right to the Olympic coverage is the best in the business. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline, where the game starts. Make sure you use the promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V. Tell them the slapdick sent you. I don't know who Jalen is. Oh, you talking, Devo, you talking about Jermaine Johnson? I don't know Jalen Johnson unless you're thinking of somebody else. Um, here we go, Eddie Miniweather. That's your favorite shit, $1.99 in this motherfucker, Eddie. That's the shit right there. Um, got a lot to discuss here on Fearless Friday, man. Lots to discuss. Uh, lots to get off my chest. We're going to dive deep into a lot of real talk banter. I'm sitting here sipping on some slapdick. And uh, we're going to talk about some real shit. 
You know how it go. Appreciate you, Eddie, man. You a real one, too, dog. I appreciate guys like you, dog. Motherfuckers that got thick skin and been through some shit. Drug through the mud a few motherfucking times. Ain't so fucking scared to tuck their tail and run away as soon as a fucking disagreement occurs or some shit. If mother, more motherfuckers was like Eddie out here, Eddie Manyweather, what's up in the house? What's up? That's, we'd be a lot better off. We'd be a lot better off if more motherfuckers were like him. Disagreements um, really do lead to great conversation. If you're not a fucking ignorant idiot and have an open enough mind to fucking discuss the topic at hand. But too far, so often we do not do that because we're such bitch made motherfuckers out here, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, we used to be able to disagree, man. Whether you put hands on each other or not, you were homies afterwards. We don't do that no more. We don't do that no more, man. CoachABStore.com. Go over there and get you some slapdick whiskey, hoodie, T-shirt, girls. The boy shorts are up and running. Uh, hopefully, they're on the website uh, very shortly. Um, we got pink and black um, for the boy short. They'll be up on the website here any day now, uh, maybe over the weekend. But uh, go check it out. For all you guys that don't know, go check it out. CoachJBStore.com. Get you some whiskey. Get you a poster, a book. Get you some hoodies, short sleeve or long. Get you some T-shirts, snapback, trucker hat, whatever, for the women and the men. So go check it out. Um, I did have a deal. You know, we're going to get into this whole thing. But... um, I want to discuss this hand measuring deal before we get the show going, okay? Um, but, you know, I want to make sure we clarify that. I want to get through that. I want to talk about that, okay? I want to get, I want to discuss this whole fucking, um, this dumb fucking hand measuring thing. But I'm going to get into the hand measuring thing. Um, I really am. Um, and I will have a call in segment and I want to make sure I want to get to the contrary to belief segment. Now the contrary to belief segment now is sponsored by green athletic greens. Okay. And I want to make sure that I give them their due props because they are a proud sponsor of the slap dig podcast. And contrary to belief is a very popular segment going on here on the slap dig podcast. And I have a few here. So, Contrary to belief segment here on the Slapdick Podcast, here on Fearless Friday, is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Tons of people taking multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that is top quality. Their special blend of ingredients supports gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle friendly, and it fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial, artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup once a day. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs. With your first purchase, all you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V. Again, use the promo code believe, B-L-E-A-V. That's athleticgreens.com slash believe. Tell them the real coach JB sent you. 
get you some athletic greens. I'm telling you, it's not very nasty, but it is very good. Well worth it. Um, hole versus hole. See, people don't, people say hole and hole. Hole like a hole in your motherfucking head, right? Versus whole number. You got to almost pronounce the W in that motherfucker. Whole. <laughs> like it's a different kind of sound, even though it sounds the same. Um, but whole versus whole. Got a hole in your head. If you know anything about Cypress Hill, any old school cats in here know anything about Cypress Hill, go check them out. You got a hole in your head. And then versus a whole number. A whole number. Go check that shit out. Then you got peace versus peace. You got peace in the Middle East. Russia and Ukraine hopefully will allow and have peace coming up. And then you got peace. Like some of my bitches, they're dying pieces, motherfucker. But go check them out. Um, you got flee versus flee. Ukrainians are trying to flee. And then you got some fleas in this motherfucker that's out there on Twitter and in social media. You're just a fucking flea that I like to flick off my motherfucking ass. I just want to flick your bitch ass and get up out of here. Eden 96. He's another troll. What about wine like this motherfucker Eden is doing right now? He's whining like a bitch made motherfucker. Eden 96 here on YouTube in my chat, whining like a bitch. He is whining with a W-H-I-N-E. Compared to drinking wine, W-I-N-E, I bet you Eden probably couldn't even fucking spell the two, but it's okay because Eden came in the show. He wants to talk shit and think he's the shit, but he's going to get shitted on because he don't know nothing about me and don't understand it. Um... Eden don't realize, man, you know, real recognizes real and real recognizes bitch made motherfuckers too. Just so you know, don't come in here with no smoke, dog, because there'll be fire. Wherever smoke is, there's usually fire. You want smoke, you're going to get fire. <laughs> that just is what it is, right? So I'm not scared to talk shit to nobody. Hey, dog, I'll make you famous, motherfucker. That's what people don't get, these ball sack people and all these people. Eden probably works for ball sack. You, you work for a fucking testicle company. They make testicles. <laughs> he said, I only talk about my sponsors. <laughs> it, no shit. The ones that pay me, yeah, I have to do that. That's what shows do. But you don't do shit, dumb fuck. You don't have no fucking clue what the fuck that means. But if you got the money from the sponsors that I read, then you would understand and you shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, man. It's comical, dog. It really is how sad these motherfuckers is. And the problem is we talk about it all the time. So, shit. Eden just became a sponsor of my show by being a called out like the bitch he is. Or she is. I don't know. Most of these motherfuckers have either transgendered <laughs> they've changed over and cut their dick off and now have a vaginal entry they have a vag vaginal uh secretions that they 
omit every so often, right? They need Vagisil and douches and shit like that. That's similar to this man right here or this one man, um, Eden. You know, if his name's Eden, but it's E-D-I-N, then uh, fuck, I don't know what the fuck that means. Eden's a girl. I used to fucking Eden. I used to fucking Eden. Fine, long hair, black girl, uh, black hair, long girl, uh, black girl, sister, Oof. ass, the bitch had an ass like a motherfucker, uh, is this you, Eden, are, are you who that is, because she was a real girl, a woman, like, she had pussy and titties and real ass, like, she didn't cut her shit off, dog. <laughs> oh, man, I would, motherfuckers would better recognize, they're going to Start, stop fucking with me, homie. I should be a comedian around this motherfucker. I just don't want to do it, you know? Oh, yeah, what happened to Jaden, man? Oh, we get so many bitch-made motherfuckers. See, Eden now, he, he just a troll, you know? He just don't know what to do. Bye-bye, Eden. Take care, bitch boy. <laughs> um... Appreciate everybody coming on in. <sighs> it's a great day to have one, man. It really is. Um, did I finish this contrary to belief part? Fuck. See, when people talk shit, man, it just throws me off my game. Not really. It actually enhances the game. <laughs> um, I appreciate everybody, man. Appreciate everybody coming in. I got a lot to do this this weekend. I'm gonna have a card night tomorrow. We're gonna we're gonna play some poker. About 10 people coming through. Um, play some poker. Took Ash today. I haven't posted a video, but I took Ash in the Maserati. Just me and Ash. We took a drive. I left Bonham and Callie here. I took Ash with me to the to the post office spot. Um, had to go... Had to go fucking mail off a bunch of things to some winners of trivia questions. And I had to send off some things to some fine, fine, beautiful women that are going to rock some slapdick gear for me. We're going to do a promo commercial. Also, the whiskey commercial. It will be coming. Don't be one. Drink one. That's the fucking motto. That's my motto for the whiskey, dog. That'll, that, that cures all the cancel bitches out there. If you, if you kind of seen how I saw how I did it, right? Don't be one, drink one. So I don't even got to say slap dick. Don't be one, drink one. <laughs> um, so these fine, beautiful women, I won't say no names. They will be rocking the shit here shortly, doing a whiskey promo plus the slap dick merch promo, plus someone will be rocking the booty short for me. Ass. She got ass, you know? Um... I got some dick riding hater on Twitter. I blocked. I'm blocking everybody, dog. I'm blocking motherfuckers like Orlando Pace around this motherfucker. I'm blocking motherfuckers like Orlando Pace, dog, and fucking Lorenzo Neal coming out the backfield pancaking linebackers around this bitch. If you don't know who Lorenzo Neal is, you should exit the chat because you're probably too fucking young. But anyway... This motherfucker is on Twitter talking shit, right? Who banging, talking bullshit. So after I told him to come meet me anywhere he wants to, um, I block him. Then come to find out, he comes over on Instagram and, and finds me and tries to 
come in there and say, oh, this motherfucker blocked me because I told him he don't I don't ever see him with any females or his own daughter. <laughs> like, let me ask you something. Why do you care about me kissing and telling, showing you my bitches? Like, Pete, keep it real, Pete. Can, hey, Pete, please let everybody know in here that pimps don't kiss and tell, homie. Like, why do I need to show you my bitches? Uh, I'm sorry, ladies out there. I get a little primitive at times. Why do I need to show you my females? And why do I need to show you my daughter? Like, I, shit, I don't even holler at my daughter right now. What the fuck does that have to do with you? But the point is, you left Twitter being blocked and came over to Instagram and found me. Um, Tells me a lot, dog. That shit tells me a lot, bro. Does it not tell you a lot, Pete? <laughs> like, you got to be a thirsty motherfucker, man. And this ain't even Thirsty Thursday. We're on Fearless Friday, homie. Anyway... I it just I get secondhand embarrassment for these bitch made motherfuckers, dog. I'm being real. God damn, Bruce. I don't know. You know, it's part of the game. I guess it's part of the fucking game. I guess, dog. I don't know. Um, but let me get into this whole fucking. Uh, we're here on Fearless Friday, man. I appreciate everybody coming in on on uh, on YouTube. We almost got 100 cats in here already, and uh, appreciate everybody. Uh, poll question is, man, who's going to win the UFC fight tomorrow, Covington or Maz? Who's going to win that shit? A lot of people thought the homeless man I was talking to yesterday was Maz. <laughs> That's fucked up. What if it was, and then he come out and win tomorrow and fucking win millions, and then, get, then he could buy me a fucking $35 fat burger? Believe the prices on the fat burger fucking menu that I posted yesterday? Holy fuck. I'm going to get into answering some fans' questions. I'm going to get into Mike McDaniel on the my boy, the Pat McAfee show today. And I'm going to get into this discussion. Um, first of all, the poll question, who is going to win the UFC fight? Covington or Maz? Who's going to win it? Maz or Covington? Uh, Jorge Maz or, Coving or Covington? Let's see who it is. We'll see what happens. It's tomorrow. We'll be watching it as we play cards here at the crib here at my house. Um, it's just a slap dick type of day. If anybody is local in Southern California and would like to win an opportunity to come play cards with me tomorrow, you will have the chance to call in and win the trivia. And I will bring you to the crib tomorrow. I will pick you up in a car if you are a female, if you are a male, you're on your motherfucking own. And <laughs> come on over. $20 game poker, $10 rebuy, $20 rebuy full deck, $10 half, and uh, chips, I mean, and come on over. We'll do a little verification. Make sure you're not some weirdo psycho bitch. And if you're a male, if you're a female, we'll make sure you're not some weirdo fucking thirsty broad. So come on through, and uh, we'll check it out. I know nothing about UFC, by the way. I know nothing about UFC. I don't watch it. I don't like it. It doesn't really do shit for me. If it don't scratch my dick, I really don't watch it. 
I don't care for it. I don't look at it. I don't watch shows. I don't watch Netflix. I don't watch EHBO. I canceled all my fucking movie channels. Why? I don't watch TV. I watch sports here and there. I watch a game here and there. Um, I watch fucking Two and a Half Men. Uh, You know, that's my show. What else? I don't know. You know? Um... Let's get into this NFL measuring hand of the hands, okay, deal. Okay, I'm going to show you what they do. Does anyone know how they measure hands in the NFL? I'm going to show you, okay? Here's my hand, all right? I got pretty big hands. Um, I had some of the biggest hands in the, uh, when I got, when I, had, I was an unrestricted free agent, um, basically the day after the draft, right? And they still measure you and shit, but I have pretty big hands, okay? I got big hands. She said. And I'm going to show everybody how they measure, okay? It is your hands spread out completely. And it's on a board usually. They put it on a board and then they fucking draw around it on occasion. Or they'll just measure it from pinky to your thumb. But it has to be spread out all the way, okay? So girls don't get excited if you're watching. Uh, Men don't get jealous. But listen, I'm going to do this. So I'm spread. I'm not even spread all the way, but... Um, what does that say? I don't know. Uh, we're about 10 and a half. Okay. I'm pretty, I'm about 10 and a half. I was 10 and a half, 10 and three quarters when I measured, when I played, my hands have shrunk. I don't know if you guys know that. Does anyone know that you shrink? Can we talk about that? Does anyone know that you shrink? My grandpa was 6'4". He died when he was, he died, he was 5'11". I don't know if you know that all your parts shrink. My dick's grown, but my fucking hands and feet and all that show. You know what I'm saying, Joey B? My dick's actually grown. My feet and hands have gotten smaller. But anyway, um, anyway... It's about, let's go 10 and a half right now. Okay, we're going to go 10 and a half. So the quarterback from Pittsburgh today measured at eight and a half. Okay, he measured at eight and a half. Everyone's giving him shit. Uh, you know, Burrow's nine. You know, so she said, Burrow's nine inches. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know what it's like to have small hands. And I don't know, you know, I've never really coached a lot of quarterbacks that's had very small hands. Um, I like big handed motherfuckers because I'm, it's just the bottom of the line is it's, it secures the ball. <laughs> it, I mean, that's what it is. Pickett had eight and a half inch fucking hands today. Okay. Those are pretty small, two inches smaller than me. Right. She said, but the more important measurement is the fucking offensive lineman's hands and arm length. Okay. So this is how you measure prospects recruits i used to go in the home and measure old linemen all the time people like what do you do i stand up i go put your hand up to mine let me see your hands if you're old tackle and your hands are smaller than mine i don't even recruit you number one number two put your hand on my chest old lineman put your hands on my chest okay now walk away from me and keep your palm on my chest so as i walk backwards if my hand's still on your chest and your hand is gone, I'm not recruiting you. 
So I'm giving some people out here some recruiting knowledge, by the way. Um, but hand on chest, both of us, right? So we'll both have our hand on our chest, and I will walk backwards, and you walk backwards, and whoever's hands on the chest last wins. <laughs> Basically, that means you have short arms. Short arms and O tackles don't go well together. Guess who protects the small-handed quarterback? The long-armed O-tackle. That's the fucking measurements I want. I don't give a fuck about your hands. But, you know, it's not like I'm recruiting small-handed quarterbacks, but everyone's talking about this fucking hand thing. Um, Yes, P. Hilly, I'll take an offensive line fucking long-armed, big-handed cat over a fucking big-handed quarterback. I don't give a fuck about your hands. I don't. Uh, I guess B.A., Bruce Arians, don't. Um, He was on the McAfee show talking about the same shit. Um, See, see on D-line, dog, it depends. Defensive ends, I want long-armed. Inside guys, Aaron Donald of the world, they could have short arms. Why? So O-linemen, see, people don't realize all this. Thing. I'm giving you guys a free game. I wasn't going to talk about all this. But O-linemen are long-armed, right? That's who I recruited. Let's just say I recruited an O-line that has huge long arms, and I recruited a D-line, two Aaron Donalds, and then two Jermaine Johnsons on the edge, okay? Two Jermaine Johnsons have longer arms than me. The two inside guys have shorter arms than me. So what we're doing is you're talking about two O-linemen putting long arms on a Aaron Donald, for instance, okay? And we're trying to extend. Extend our arms. Well, if the D tackle had long arms as well, what are you going to have? You're going to have a stalemate at the line of scrimmage. We don't want that for the D tackle. The D tackle needs to club, rip, spin, get inside, leverage, leverage. Leverage is the key for D tackles. So short arm D linemen, I I don't mind shorter arm D linemen. But this right here? Better be strong as a motherfucker for a D-tackle because I'm teaching O-linemen to fucking chop your arm down. I'm Literally, we're trying to fucking break this arm. We're trying to break your arm, okay? Just so we're clear. I want to break this motherfucker. So short, thick arm D-tackles don't bother me at all. A lot, of cats will, a lot of cats will agree. A lot of cats will disagree. There'll be some guys that might tell you we want long arm D-tackle. I don't really care about long arm D tackles because I'm going to have O linemen with long arms. I'm not going to have no short wobble body fucking O linemen. <laughs> so just so you're clear, I mean, I'm just telling you. But uh, yeah, I'll take a long armed O lineman over a sh- small handed quarterback or a large handed quarterback. I don't really give a fuck. Who has to protect the quarterback? The fucking O lineman, the tackles, and in particular, the left tackle. So I want that motherfucker's arms to what we call a knuckle dragger. I want him to fucking drag his knuckles on the fucking ground, dog. <laughs> That's what we used to call him and look for. I want knuckle draggers around this motherfucker. Um, Evan Joseph, appreciate you being a member. Um... Most common degree to become a coach, physical education for a BA, if you want to coach, get a minor in coaching. Um, 
Fan questions. I'm going to get to some fan questions here. First fan question I got today was, why is LeBron such a bitch? <laughs> that is a legit question I got. Listen, I don't know. I believe it has something to do with the, uh, the fucking generation. Slays YT. Shout out. Becoming a member. Much love to you. Great dollar. Best dollar ninety nine you ever fucking spend, man. Um, why is LeBron such a bitch? That's a real question. I wish. See, imagine me on ESPN and I get fan questions. I'm Stephen A. I come. Uh, so, why is LeBron such a bitch? <laughs> ESPN shut down. Bleep. So, why is LeBron such a bitch? Well, I got something to talk about on ESPN too. They had Maz and Covington on today with Stephen A. Stephen A. Couldn't control the fucking audience at all. He couldn't control the fucking two people on the show. They would not stop cussing and talking over each other. They're bleeping out everything. Bleep, 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 bleep. It's all a show. Let's keep it real. It's let's keep it a hundred. It's all a show. And but this is my question. You don't allow cussing on ESPN. You don't want cussing. You don't want guys like me. But you got Covington and Maz on here talking and cussing just every fucking word. We all know what he's saying. They're just beeping it out. We know what you're saying. But what's the fucking difference? Just let them cuss. Just let's keep it real. Let's get. Let's have a real show. Holy fuck. Like, I don't know why they bring on these UFC and boxer cats because all they were trying to do, they, they're trying to stir up a beef, either that it's real beef or a fake beef. They all hug and kiss after the fucking fight. They all fucking hug and kiss after the fight. I've yet to see a fighter talk all this shit beforehand, and then after the fight, the motherfucker gives up to him and socks him again. <laughs> Let me see that shit. I want to see that fight. That means, shows me that you motherfuckers really don't like each other. I feel that shit. I'm down to see that shit. Fuck a hug and a kiss afterwards, motherfucker. You just woofed all that shit beforehand to get that bread, that bag, that cheese, that cheddar, that money, and now you want to kiss and hug. Motherfucker, you might as well kiss with tongues, old bitch-made ass fucking UFC boxers. All these motherfuckers. I love some, uh, I love me some, uh, Gypsy King, though. I like that motherfucker. I like that weird motherfucking long fucking sloppy oblong shaped motherfucker, man. I really do. Um, I got a, I got a story, man, real quick. I won't tell you too much, but I got into it with Tito Ortiz, man, in real life one day at a bar. Um, I knew who he was because he went to the same Juco as I was at for a minute. He was a real wrestler, okay? He was a real wrestler. And he was at the same JUCO that I was attending. I didn't play there, but I was attending this JUCO. And I was taking classes. Uh, now, I would practice. I would practice with the football team. And a good friend of mine was on the team. And we had these two UFC fighters at the time. One was a wrestler, wasn't yet a UFC, UFC fighter. The other one was Tank Abbott. Tank Abbott was this racist white dude, big fucking dude. He would come out and work out with us. So they told me who he was. I didn't know who he was. Well, Tito Ortiz, they're both, Tank Abbott and Tito Ortiz are from Huntington Beach. The JUCO that we were going to at the time was Golden West. I went out there to take classes. I wanted to see prettier girls. I wanted to get out the hood. So I took the drive to Golden West. 
Golden West, TJ. So Golden West Junior College, I attended some classes. This is back in 95, TJ. So I'm back there. Tank Abbott, uh, Tito Ortiz was sitting there. And uh, Tank Abbott and I were pretty cool because he would work out with us. He wanted to do feet work drills, so he worked out with the quarterbacks and the running backs. And um, so kind of that's what it is. So um, we go out afterwards, and Tito Ortiz meets us, okay? Apparently, Tito and Tank were, were cool in the beginning, and then they hated each other after. But apparently, he came up there. We didn't know who he was. I didn't know who he was. But my buddy was an All-American wrestler, a real wrestler, a college wrestler. So him and Tito used to wrestle against each other in, uh, you know, amateurism and shit like that in college. So my boy was like, yeah, this guy's a wrestler. He's pretty good. He's not great, but he's pretty good. He's, a, he's an All-American and all this, but, you know, he's not the best, though. So my buddy used to beat his ass in real wrestling. Well... He was in there just talking all kind of shit and all this. And so, you know, it just became one word after another. And, you know, me, I don't got bitch in my blood. So we had we exchanged words. But Tank Abbott, between my boy, Tank Abbott and him, they it, it, nothing escalated. But uh, I think they all thought, like, okay, well, who, the coach, the football guy, is not, he's, he ain't going to talk shit. Shit. Bitch made motherfucker. I'll beat your fucking ass. You better fucking worry. I said, yeah. You cats don't realize, dog. It's all good. We're not going to even talk about it no more. We ha I had some motherfucker on Twitter. This guy said he would uh, fight whatever. <laughs> so I'm supposed to say, nope, I'd get my ass whooped. See, there's no bitch in my blood, homie. I don't say those things. I can't say it. It's not in my bloodstream to say it. <laughs> I'm going to. You bet. Hey, dog, if you're better than me, you're better than me. But I've yet to see that. <laughs> I've yet to be knocked out. I've yet to be fucking beat up i've yet to have it happen i'm just telling you that's just what i'm telling you is this the truth it's not like i grew up in fucking beverly hills and i avoided fights motherfuckers <laughs> like goddamn, i probably had been in i don't know a couple hundred so we'll see that we'll, we'll go we're gonna get into questions lebron james is a bitch i think because the generation is soft i believe he's a victim of his generation even though he's a generation underneath me He's 36, 37 now, I think. Um, you know, I don't know if, you know, Tito's trying to, I think he's like trying to, is he the mayor of Huntington Beach? You need to, somebody looks, look that up. I think that he's the mayor of Huntington Beach or he was trying to be the mayor. I was like, you got to be shitting me. Because he was with Jenna Jameson, right? The porn star? She, he was with Jenna Jameson like 20 years too late. <laughs> that motherfucker was with Jenna Jameson 20 years too late, homie. Like, she's already been ran through by a thousand dicks. Like, I got to keep it 100. That tells me a lot about a motherfucker. You've been ran through by a thousand dicks. And then I'm going to decide to marry you. <laughs> hey, girl, your pussy smells like buddussy. That's balls, dick and pussy. But we're going to fuck. I want to fucking marry you. 
If I eat the pussy, I've sucked every single dick in California twice. <laughs> I understand the vagina is a fucking muscle. I understand all that. You know what I'm saying? I get it. So, you know, it does contract and, you know, expand. You know, they do have a baby with the fucking head of the size of mine come out that motherfucker. But let's just keep it real. Like, there are some wore out pussies. There's some wore out vaginas out there. No offense, Lucy, Jada, whoever's in the house. There is some worn out ones. And then there's some nice looking ones. They are a completely different looking thing. Just like some penises, I'm sure. Some dicks are nasty looking to women. There's some horrible looking ones. I think I've been blessed by the gods and I think I was sculptured kind of. You know what I'm saying? Especially in that region. But there are some ugly looking motherfuckers. Not that I'm no homo. I'm not looking at motherfuckers' dicks. But, you know, you've seen a porno. You've seen a dick. Let's keep it 100. We've been in the showers together. I'm not looking at your dick. You're not looking at mine. We get that. But, you know, I have seen some ugly motherfucking dicks just like all you have. But see, motherfuckers. See, when you're young and immature, motherfuckers, ah. There's no, ah, you're homo. You don't look at that shit. Shut the fuck up, motherfucker. You're just not real. Lying motherfucker, you know damn well. Now we're not looking at you to judge you, bitch, but we see shit, right? <sighs> Pound that fucking like button for Jenna Jameson in the house, dog. Shout out to all the circumcised men out there. If you're uncircumcised, you're a dirty motherfucker. You're a dirty motherfucker. Go, go, go cut your dick. Go get you a razor blade and cut your shit off. <laughs> I can't grab. I don't get that. Your parents should be castrated if you fucking, if they let you let that skin hang. Eh, they should be castrated, dog. They should be castrated. Your daddy or your mama, whoever it may be. They should be castrated. I don't know. That's how I feel, dog. Don't you feel that way? Girls, do you like sucking on skin over the dick? Isn't it dirty? I hear it's dirty. Can I get some women fucking responses in here? God damn. Where the fucking women at? It's Friday. You guys already out drinking? What the fuck's going on? You chasing the motherfucking dicks? Lucy married, so fuck. She's permission. And Lucy be busy. She might be at work. Dan, I, I agree. That's why I just said, Lucy, good. I'm glad you missed everything before this. Lucy, I, and we're talking about uncircumcised penises and how dirty they are. And anyone that has one, their parents should be castrated. That's just my opinion of the whole thing. I think that castration is a real thing for people that fuck their sons by leaving their dick skin to hang over their wee-wee hole, pee hole. And I think that all pee holes should be visible. I think all pee holes should legitimately be visible at all times. Lucy, if a pee hole is covered up by foreskin, the daddy and the mama should be castrated. You is slap dick crazy. Why you calling me slap dick? Because my dick slapped me across your face. <laughs> I'm not going to put Lucy on blast. I'm not going to ask no women this, you know. I wish I, I'm going to bring some women on live, though, and I'm going to ask women live, what is it like with an uncircumcised 
dick. Um, because I've heard things like it smells. I've heard things that it holds dirt. I've heard all kind of different shit. So, Lucy, maybe you can chime in here. Maybe you had one. You do have one. You had one when you were young. I don't know. But maybe women in here can chime in. Men, if you are circumcised or not circumcised, excuse me, in this chat, can you please chime in and tell us you got a stinky dick? I just am curious to know. Not that I really give a fuck. You, it's a you problem. It is a you problem. Um, it is a you problem, but, uh, if you don't have to cut back and skin back your dick, shout out much love. Nobody got the balls to admit it. Fucking Blake Bailey. You're not lying. You're not lying. Ooh. Somebody said nine and a half uncut. We're not talking about a fucking piece of steak motherfucker we're talking about real penis <laughs> oh shit uh, we're gonna get into mike mcdaniel mids plug mids plug where you been man why aren't you a fucking member what the fuck's going on mids plug we have great disagreements to lead to great conversation where the fuck are you where you been at um Anyway, did I even answer why LeBron James is such a bitch? I haven't even got into the motherfucker yet. I don't understand LeBron James is a bitch because he's a bitch. <laughs> like, I, there's nothing really more to say than that. Like, my whiskey's coming to Pennsylvania? I don't know, man. We got bigger states to handle first. No offense. We got to get to Florida, Texas, New York, New Jersey. Pennsylvania may be bigger than fucking New Jersey. But uh, we are getting to... Uh, Pennsylvania, hopefully soon, and Ohio. Um, man, I just got to be honest. Like, I believe you're a bitch because you're a bitch. Like, can we agree to that? Can we agree to agree? Because I, uh, fuck, I don't understand. I have never seen the motherfucker come out and fucking talk about the youth, especially the black inner city youth. I've never really seen him discuss anything about black on black crime. And I haven't seen, not just LeBron, I'm not banging on LeBron only because I think LeBron gets a bad rap in certain times. But I also believe that these guys are scared to come out because they're so, so-called PR. It's not as bad PR. How about it's fucking bad realistic realism? <laughs> How about we fucking need realistic fucking hard realities, harsh truths? Fuck. Uh, we'll be in New Jersey and New York hopefully within a month. Um, Lucy, I appreciate you, sweetie. You are the best. You are great. If you weren't married, girl, I would be. I'm just fucking with you, Lucy. I don't even, I just be saying shit. I don't even know what I say. No dog. Uh, so somebody asked me if my dog got the tomahawk steak bone after I ate it. No, I don't give my dogs dry bones or bones that have been cooked. They will kill them. I don't care. Stogie shitted out a rib bone. It was half out his ass. Cost me two grand to have surgery. Just so you know. <laughs> so I don't fuck with rib bones. I don't let them eat bones. Okay. That's back in the day. Now, if I had one dog, I would let them have a bone. But I have fucking multiple dogs. You know what they do? They fight. They turn into a fight. So that's to answer your question. Um, do I buy from door to door people? 
Do I buy from door-to-door people? No, never. Fuck no. I tell them motherfuckers, I have a sign out. No, nah, I don't have a sign out. I can't even lie to you. I kind of despise the sign about no soliciting. Um, You guys know about no soliciting? Whoever has those signs have always, to me, growing up, have been the bitch-made fucking neighbor. <laughs> no soliciting. Haven't they always been the bitch-made neighbor? I mean, let's keep it real. I know a lot of you guys are in here probably have that sign. I apologize. But let's be honest. Isn't it the bitch-made neighbor that has no soliciting? Uh, is that not a thing? I'm just being honest. I should start doing fucking... Uh, I should start doing fucking stand-up, dog. Fuck. Keep it 100. I should start doing stand-up. But isn't the neighbor always the bitch-made motherfucker that has no soliciting signs all over the fucking house? Like, uh, motherfucker, I'm still coming to your house if I was trying to make my cheese. I'm still coming to your fucking house. So what is that going to do? Is that like now if you make a no soliciting sign and a pit bull jumps out that motherfucker and grabs my throat, then we can then it's legit. Or if a fucking laser beams fucking zaps my motherfucking ass like a fucking taser gun, then we got some problems. Until they make that shit. Shit. Brian Martinez, go kill the interview. Every day's an interview, dog. Hope you got a suit and tie on ready to roll, dog. Stand sturdy. Fucking straighten your back up. Look this motherfucking eye. Shake his hand. Make sure you grab the fucking bone in his hand. Don't fucking do no shit like this, Brian. Don't be fucking grabbing a hand. How you doing? Fucking, you better grab that motherfucker. How you doing, homeboy? Don't say that, but, but make sure you look him in the motherfucking eye. Shake his hand firm. And, you know. Virtual fucking Brian Martinez. This virtual shit. This virtual shit. You know what you should do? You should stand up and shake his hand virtually. I bet you that shit would fucking never be forgotten. See, cats don't think outside the box. They're not. Not that Brian don't, but I'm just keeping it 100. I would stand up when the, virtu- when the fucking Zoom comes on. I would be standing if I want this gig. What is going to make these motherfuckers remember you? I would be doing something different. So easy to be average. Every every average motherfucker sits down. What's up? <laughs> like, uh, you know, you want to know some real shit, Brian? I took a, a head coaching Zoom interview during the pandemic for a JUCO. All right? I won't say no names. And I'm going to be honest with you. They were in, they look like me in clothes. I'm in a suit and tie right here in this chair. I was standing when they all came in though, by the way. They were all, and there was a three hour deal. It was a three hour deal, Brian. These motherfuckers were in the meeting like this. And they were in sweats, shorts, shirt, nothing. And I told this motherfucking group of people, I said, I appreciate you having me interview, but I have to be honest. We don't need to waste our fucking time. We don't need to waste our time. Because I'm not interested in being your coach. And they looked at me like, I said, because if you motherfuckers can't be in a suit and take this meeting serious, how the fuck do you expect me to be? (laughs) 
That's the problem with motherfucking hiring folks. With the hirers, the employers. That's the problem. So, you know what? They will never forget me, Brian Martinez. And then if it's in a year, it's in three years, it's in five years, I, I bet you dollars to dimes that motherfucker calls me back. Bet you they call me back. Because even if you don't get the gig... You make a lasting impression where somebody tells somebody at another place that this motherfucker is a hireable dude. That's just what it is. See, I got too much free game I give out. I should charge motherfuckers for this game. 111 motherfuckers in here. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member, man. I appreciate you. I'm going to get into the homie of Fat Burger. I don't buy from door to door people. I got off track on that. We're an hour in already. Uh, I, I don't buy from door-to-door people. I tell them motherfucker, get away. I got a 9, a Glock, a fucking Desert Eagle. I got a fucking Mossberg pistol grip pump sawed off. <laughs> uh, I got all that shit. Um, and then I got pit bulls. Like, fuck it, dog. You got to have Russia around this motherfucker. They better come in here because if you don't, you Twitter motherfuckers, if you don't, you better come here strapped up like motherfucker. You better be coming off fucking like skyline and shit, slide in my windows and shit like fucking Christmas vacation around this bitch. Um, I got a question, but I don't buy any, any door-to-door. First of all, I don't trust you. I don't want you around my house. Fucking get the fuck off. But I answer the door <laughs> if I'm home. How will Sark do in year two at Texas? That was from a Texas fan. I think Sark's going to do well. I think he has no choice but to do well. I think Sark will only do well. That's just my opinion. Uh, And then year three, he'll even do better. Now, if he does not do well in year two, he won't be there year three. And that's just my opinion. Um... My thoughts on the combine. I think the combine's an absolute shit show and joke because the NFL has allowed it to be. I think it still needs to be the greatest fucking thing for the 150 invitees. The problem is these kids now that I'm going to get into in a second, they don't even show up to the combine themselves. But yet you allow it, NFL. So you have crippled the combine legitimacy. You have crippled what it's worth. And I, all these 412 fucking running guys and all of the fastest 40 I've ever seen and all this, the players are shitty. <laughs> the players are horrible. So shut the fuck up. They are shitty. Okay? I just want you to know. Um, someone asked me about different recruiting tactics. <coughs> yeah, Kevin Backy, I'll be sure to show you my Desert Eagle on YouTube, you fucking retard. God damn retarded. I cannot say the word too much. Um, it's it's frowned upon. You know, I believe it is a great American word. I apologize to anyone that is uh, special needs. Um, yes, anyone have any topless da- uh, p- dealers that want to come for dealing poker? I'll shoot you a few dollars. If anyone wants to come, please let me know. Um... Different recruiting tactics. I'll give you a few different recruiting tactics. Tactics. Number one, there's four points to recruiting. 
All right. I don't talk about this a lot. I've talked about it to a few folks that know me, but this was my thing. Find. You have to find the person. You have to find the player. Everyone in this room, in this chat right now can find a player. You can go on Twitter. You can go on Instagram. You can find a motherfucker on goddamn LinkedIn. I don't know, but you can find a kid. Okay. That's number one. That's the start of recruiting a kid. Find him. <laughs> number two is locate him. Everyone said, well, that's the same thing as finding him, coach. Oh, really? Really? Is it? No, you found him on Twitter. It doesn't mean you fucking located him. What does locate mean, coach? It means where the fuck is his physical address? Where is he living? Who's he living with? Who's making the fucking decision? That's number two, locate. Number three is contact him. Everybody can find him. Everybody can locate him. Not everybody can recruit him. That means not everyone can contact him. Not everybody can contact them. You can find them and locate them. That was the difference between me and everybody else. Everybody can find and locate. Not everyone can contact. Contacting them is the very last portion of the recruiting process before you sign them. So number four is actually signing them. So I had an incentive-based recruiting deal that I did. And that's how I did it. Uh, one is find, two is locate, three is contact, four is sign them. But contacting obviously is the most crucial element. Um, and uh, that's how it worked. You could not show up to Indy without an invite to me. I had built a place that was so talented that if you showed up and just thought you were walking on some random JUCO, you were going home real quick. Or you just went to school there, and that was the problem. Um, anyway, what coach do I respect regardless of which league? Uh, I respect Gino Ariyama the most of anyone. I've discussed this before. People don't realize I have discuss this before Gino Ariyama would be one coach that I would like to sit down and discuss things with because you don't have to have a coach in your particular fucking profession like I if John Wooden was alive I'd be scrapping and clawing and fucking fighting to try to talk to John Wooden see I don't give a fuck coaching mentoring leading is all the same I don't give a fuck what sport you're in Go find the General Custer or fucking, you know, let's find fucking some of these motherfuckers, man, that led us in, in, in war. Let's talk to these motherfuckers. Fuck a football coach. I don't need to talk to a fucking football coach. TJ, great one. Wolf of Wall Street. TJ would like to go talk to the Wolf of Wall Street. Fuck yeah. That's a great one. Why not? He was a billionaire. I don't give a fuck what he did and all that old shit. He fucked a lot. He snorted coke. I don't do that, but he got fucked up. I mean, like, like shit, homie. I mean, goddamn. Um, I bet you everybody in this room, if you had billions of dollars, you'd do some shit that you didn't think you'd do. Um. <laughs> uh, but Gino Ariyama is who I'd be. What drills do I like when evaluating a prospect? I would do, I would measure your hands and arms like we just talked about, your arm length, okay? And then I would do a broad jump times three. 
I would see if you can get 15 yards and three jumps. Can you get 15 yards and three jumps? Three broad jumps. By doing that, you have to have your hands down and your hips down. I want to see your palms on the ground. I want to see your palms on the ground and your ass down with your heels on the ground. I want to see your heels on the ground with your palms on the ground. If you can show me you can bend to that magnitude and jump 15 yards in three jumps, that is a great, great, great evaluation process. All you coaches out there, people out there, you understand how to evaluate talent, that's the number one drill you do. Fuck a shuttle. Fuck a 40. Fuck a 20. Fuck a uh, high uh, vertical jump. Eh, fuck. Why do I need you to fucking jump high in a fucking football game? Coach, the corner has to jump and tip the ball. No, he don't if he's faster than everybody and 6'4". <laughs> he, could, he could have absolutely zero fucking vertical leap. I don't give a fuck. Coach, he ha- what's the, what, what, why the fuck does my left tackle need a vertical jump? Is that motherfucker going to jump over the DN or something I don't know about? It don't show explosion. Shut up. P. Hilly, are you the one that just said that Willis is going to be the best quarterback in the draft? No, it wasn't. I'm sorry, P. Hilly. I apologize. See how you apologize instantly? But you're wrong, P. Hilly. does not show your explosion. The broad jump, 3 to 15 yards, shows explosion. Vertical jump does not. P. Hilly, I apologize. I know that wasn't you. It was Kevin Backey, another non-member. P. Hilly, I'm sorry. I pissed off because you're not a member, but I like you. You say some good things. Um, Kevin Backey, you say some real sketchy things, skeptical things. Malik Willis, the best quarterback in the draft. Easily, he said. You should quotation mark easily, Kevin Backey. I'm 6'3", six, 6'3 three, six, three and a half. Yeah. Um, I say you never hear from Malik Willis again. You want to bet on that? But he's the best in the draft. <laughs> Dave Boston in the house. Regular, though. This is regular, though. Shit. Man, there's 120 people in here. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Um, I got a great friend in this chat right now who just popped in. He's not a member either, but he has a you know an honorary membership. He don't need to be a member. Um, but we got haters in here, Dave. It's a trip bone. It's a it's a trip bone. We got Dave, we got haters in here. The motherfucker said he could smell my breath through the mic. Well, shit. <laughs> you must have balls in your jaws, motherfucker, because you must gargle balls for a living. You know all smells. If you can smell my breath from here, from there, then you must gargle balls in your jaws for a living. You better get some fucking Listerine, motherfucker. God damn. Dave, we get these trolls in here, dog. You know what I'm saying? It's probably some... Dave, it's probably some bitch I used to fuck or something. You know what I'm saying? You know how it is. Haters. Haters hate. Um, But we don't trip. 
Um, I'm answering questions, Dave Bone. I'm answering questions. So you guys know, if anyone in here, Dave's a very famous person. By the way, Dave was in the show with me. He was my barber cutting my hair on Last Chance You on Netflix. So give a shout out to David Boston for showing up in the chat. We got 120 people in here. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Um, Dave Boston cuts hair in Vegas. If anyone out there needs a cut, a fresh cut, a fucking legitimate cut, the best cut on the West Coast, go see Dave Boston um, in Las Vegas, Nevada. He is a Long Beach native, Lakewood, Long Beach, Compton, L.A. native. Um, he is in Las Vegas now, living, cutting hair. Dave said, what do the Eagles do with their first their three first-round picks? Well, see, if it was me talking, quarterback's the single most important position in the NFL. You have to have a legit quarterback. Quarterback. I don't believe Jalen Hurts is the guy. I told Dave years ago, we used to argue about Carson Wentz. I said, Carson Wentz had that one year, and after that, I said, he's not your guy, dog. And Dave was like, nah, he is the guy. And we argued. Dave knows more sports than anyone in this chat room, by the way. Um, so me and him go at it in sports. Carson Wentz has proven to what he is. I think I beat him on that bet. But the bottom line is, Dave beats me in a lot of other shit. Um, Hurts is not the guy. Uh, Dave agrees with me on that, so that's a good thing. Um, I think that they need to take two of those first-round picks and try to get Russell Wilson, Dave Bone. I think the Eagles get Russell Wilson. The Eagles become an instant contender right overnight. And then they take the other first-round pick, and they go get a big-time fucking receiver to go along with their other big-time young receiver. Or I think they have a good tight end. Uh, they can go and maybe upgrade on the running back position. Maybe. They have a few good backs. I don't know if they have the legit backs. Um, and I would probably go get another monster D tackle or a corner. Now, this is just me on the outside looking in, seeing the Eagles play a few times along with other teams in the NFL. I think I can probably tell every single person in this room what every single team needs. But I would do that um, if I were the Eagles with three first-round picks. They, have, they control the destiny um, of going to the playoffs. You know what? I thought Sirianni was a joke, just like I think this 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 fucking guy for the Dolphins is a joke. Um, but at the same time, um, he fucking got that locker room to buy in. I tell you that. I don't give a fuck what you think about him. He got the locker room to buy in. The Eagles went to the fucking playoffs, dog. The Eagles started off as a shit show. The Eagles shouldn't have been in the playoffs, should they? They made the playoffs. <laughs> so... Let's just keep it real. Um, that's just honest truth. So, no, I haven't talked about the Eagles or the Cowboys cutting Amari Cooper. That would uh, that would be a nice pickup for the Eagles, uh, Dave, if they were to get Amari Cooper. Uh, I think they're going to release him, so they wouldn't have to do anything for him. Um. There's not a backer in the draft that I would take with a first-round pick, Dave, um, that I know of, but maybe there is. I don't know. I would have to trade for a backer if you say that. Dave knows the Eagles better than me or anyone else in this thing. So um, if there's a backer that they need, they got to trade for one. I, I, I think they got to trade for one. Um
How sports can develop character minus the ego of coaches, personal trainers, and helicopter parents? That is a question that I received. Uh, that's kind of a long question. A lot of fucking things to go into that. I'm not going to get into that right now, but I'm going to keep that and put it on for Monday. Um, so I didn't talk about a slapdick segment today because they were just, you know, we had so much going on and so many things going on. Um, but Mike McDaniel, you know, new head coach of Philadelphia, I mean, uh, Dolphins, he came on. He came on my boy Pat McAfee show today. Was sitting there with where Evan usually sits, and uh, Pat's doing his thing, man. He's getting the best. He has he's had two football head coaches on his show here <laughs> in the last few days. Just think about the people that want to come in there. Vince McMahon, he's had fucking. He's gonna have the Rock on. Like he has had legit dudes on there. Okay. He's doing his thing and blowing his thing up. He has to do what he does. Each his own. I love Pat. I don't give a fuck what guest. If he has a guest that I don't get along with or like or disagree with, it doesn't matter. That's not my fucking place. That's not my lane. I don't give a fuck. But I'm never going to not say what I like and think. Mike McDaniel is very hard to listen to. Brees Hall is a Kansan, Kevin Backey. He is from Kansas. He's from uh, Wichita Northwest. Guess what? Me and the head coach don't get along there either. <laughs> um, yeah, that's not enough to get with Russell Wilson, bro. Um, as a coach and an ex-player, Mike McDaniel is very hard to listen to or believe in. I'm sorry, no offense to Pat for bringing him on, no offense to anyone. Um, he is very hard to listen to as a former coach or player. Now, he may have a great fan base out there that likes the guy. I don't know. But he's very hard to listen to or believe in as an ex-player and an ex-coach. And that's just what I'm, t I'm just, that's all I got to tell you. That's all I got to say. I don't, I'm not going to go into a bunch of other shit and, and, and say that the guy is this and that when I never met the guy. I don't know the guy. All I'm telling you is as a head coach and former player, he's very hard to listen to. So that's just me. Um, the Lakers and the Nets are really, really struggling. Dave Boston would be great to bring on the show and call in. Uh, I will post the link in to this. Uh, I'll post the link in the chat. Okay? I'll post the link in the chat. Uh, you can call in. I will have a few questions. I will have a trivia question. If Dave Bones in here and wants to talk some basketball, he can give you some great insight. Um on some things i'll post the chat in i'll post a link in the chat so you guys call in uh you know this is a real deal live call in video everybody sees it 120 people in here i appreciate you guys hit the like button subscribe become a member the the the, the dolphins i mean the, the nets and the lakers are very very they sold out they sold out to get these super squads and one player 
for most part, or two for the most part, have basically crippled the franchise for the time being. The Lakers will bounce back. They're the Lakers. They got 17 rings. They'll be back eventually. The Nets have never done shit. And you go and trade and you sell your soul to the devil to get all these dudes. You got a bitch-made motherfucker who makes $30 million a year who won't take a vaccine. I I get you, dog. I feel you. I understand all that old shit. But the bottom line is, dog, if you're not going to fucking... If you can't fucking understand that you're leaving your brothers hanging and this is something you wanted to play and sign up for, motherfucker, we didn't force you to fucking play. (laughs) We didn't force you to play. So you fucking signed up and you're leaving KD, you left Harden, you left fucking all these motherfuckers. See, the thing, the more I say these names, though, I just say, damn, you got a bitch made team. (laughs) Ben Simmons is motherfucker. He's still not played. Why has Ben Simmons not played? He's he's jumping up out of the cra- out of the fucking uh, out of the seat. He's jumping out of the fucking thing. Like Bryce Erickson, I appreciate you being a cra- uh, uh, a member, man. You're not Dennis's son, are you? Uh, Dennis has a son named Bryce Erickson. Played at Shafee Junior College. Went to Fresno State. Uh, played for a good friend of mine at Fresno. Um, if he's still claiming this mental health bullshit, why the fuck did they sign him? Why'd they sign this motherfucker? I would not pay that motherfucker a dollar. It it blows my mind, though. Russell Westbrook keeps saying the wrong shit. Like, you're in L.A., homie. We win here. You should have kept your losing bitch ass somewhere else. Because everything you say is about, oh, it's not a big deal to me. Like, dog, trade that motherfucker then. He's the biggest disappointment to L.A. in I don't know how long. Because you know why? Westbrook is from this motherfucker. For him to come out and be a bitch. Fuck. Bryce, that's your dad? Is your dad real? Is this Bryce Bryce? No, Bryce Bryce with a Y, isn't it? Bryce Erickson with a Y that I know, I think. Uh, Dennis's son. Uh, shout out to you, though, and your dad being a badass. Um... Even if you're not Dennis, son. Um, I don't know, man. Westbrook's been a fucking disappointment, dog. I got to be honest. Yeah, that bullshit mental health bullshit, dog. I wouldn't pay him a fucking score to piss. They need to get rid of that motherfucker. Uh, Gabe Gotti's in the house. What up, dog? Yo, what's happening, coach? What stick is that? Uh, it's a Cuban. Everybody thinks Cubans are good. They actually taste like shit. Yeah, depends where they are from. That looks like a real one. Is that from? Uh, it's is, a real one. It's from Havana. Is that a? Is that a? Is that a hand roll from Excalibur? Yeah, my my cousin gets him. He's a dealer in Vegas, uh, twenty one dealer, and he it's legal to bring a hundred back at a time. So he always gets them. But truthfully, I've tasted a lot better cigars at my liquor store than this. But really, I appreciate him. I appreciate the, you know, that he get always. You got a little torpedo there, huh? Yes, sir. Hey, uh, before we say anything, fuck uh, ball sack motherfuckers, whatever that dot com bullshit. I don't know who the fuck they are, homie. I don't know who, what they are, who they are. Did you see the following they had? Fuck those pussies, dude. They didn't have no following. That was all troll shit. Two, five followers. I know. Followers, six followers. With all avatars, nobody had the nuts to fucking 
bro, me and you were the only dudes in there with the, our real pictures. <laughs> hey, I invited him on the show. I invited him on the show. Hey, let me ask you this. Did you see the weird motherfucker that did the video talking about he wants to fuck? That, yeah, that's a rapper, Jack Harlow. That's who that was? Yeah, that's fucking Jack Harlow. That dude's got like a billion. He's a white boy rapper. He's got like a billion. Uh, search him up after that. Oh, so that wasn't nobody real. No, that's somebody sent you that shit trying to. The dude that sent you that had like four followers. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't even look at that shit. I was just like, it's a weird motherfucker. Yeah. Like, holy shit. He is, too. That, that's a new white boy rapper that thinks he's Eminem, but he's not. He ain't one of he. You see how he looks. To me, that's not hip-hop. Hip-hop is, uh, I don't even listen to the new hip-hop. That's not hip-hop. You know, all this nail polish and shit, I don't even listen to that shit. Yeah, but, uh, I don't even know. I, so put it this way. You knew. I thought that was a real dude. I blocked him. I'm thinking it's a real guy. I didn't know it was a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's one of those trolls yeah. saying that. Or either he jumped on there. I can't be 100 about that because I don't know. He might have jumped on there. There was so much shit. Bro, I I don't block people. I blocked about fucking 150 people that night. Oh, you? Shit. Yeah, you know what? I'm still blocking them. You know why I blocked them? Because it's not even a real account. Oh, I know. That's what I'm doing. I'm looking at it, dog. Three followers. I just cut you off. I'm done. But whoever is the... Whatever the balls, what's it called? Balls. Ball sack, I think. Man, fuck them motherfuckers, man. They're that's the definition of a bitch. Oh yeah, they're they're bad. They're like Bruh, cowardly cunts, dog. Last for some shit from like five years ago that that you already beat in court. What the fuck? Like, come oh, on. that's all they that's all they bring up. That's all you can find on me. That's the yeah. thing about it. <laughs> yeah. It, it, oh, it's it sad. Was- it really is sad, dog. Um. That shit was crazy, though, man. It, it, it was on for a good two or three hours. <laughs> and I was like, man, I was getting at them. And they were like, I I finally realized, oh, wait, it's just somebody with a bunch of fucking bot, like, yeah. you know, bots or whatever. That that was Half of those dudes aren't even real. And if they are, that's a sad generation, bro. Nah, it's bad, dog. Hey, what do you think about uh, Coach K's last game tomorrow, man, at Duke? I know, right? You know anything about Coach K? Just from what you talk about on the show. Like the basketball coach. You know, he's been shit. I don't know if you guys in this chat, everybody, you know, it's Coach K's last game. There's already people camped out at Duke to... Yeah, I saw it on the news. Yeah, sign off on him. And uh, I'm going to bring Brian B in real quick. Brian B, man, North Carolinian in the house. What's your, what's your, what's your deal on... Your, what's your take on Coach K's last game tomorrow? That's going to be a sad day, Coach. No doubt. That's about the best you can sum it up. It's a sad day, I guess, huh? Yeah. I mean, the man's in his 70s. He can't do it forever. Nah, he can't. He sure looks like he's fucking 30, though. Yeah, he looks young. Hey, hey, Coach, man, I'm kind of mad at you. All right. Oh, shit. Yeah. Your trivia question yesterday, I caught it late. It was my birthday, so we went out to dinner. Oh, happy birthday. Uh, you hit him with the 90s basketball. That's my wheelhouse. I could have done that starting lineup and the coaches in my sleep. I know, man. You, hey, dog. It sounds like a you problem. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's all me. <laughs> hey, I got a trivia, though. You guys want it? Yeah. Sure. Sure. All right. Well, Gabe has the first crack at it. I'll even let you guys team up on it. If you guys team up and get it as a team, I'll give you both a hoodie. Um, 
Let's see here. Let's, let me pull this motherfucker up. Here we go. Who's the youngest president of the United States history? JFK. Elected. Elected? The youngest yeah. elected president ever is who? How old was he? I don't know how old he was. I thought it was Obama. but I want, I want to say he was 44 or 45. And who are you I saying it was? I think he's right. JFK? Okay, so you'll get a hoodie. If Gabe can guess the age, he'll get a hoodie. <laughs> I couldn't guess. Bro, I was in prison for 20 years. I don't know who the president <laughs> is. It ain't, it ain't 44 or 45. No, nah, I'm just kidding. I would Even say younger? Be, uh, just a guess. 46? No, I said it, it, 43. Eric Zeisman got it. He was 43 years old. 43 years old. Uh, but so the question, question was who the president was. So uh, so a question, JB, do you think a 43-year-old is mature enough to run the, the nation? Hell yeah. I think if you're past 35, I think you're old enough. I think we need a young cat. Look at that yeah. dude in Ukraine. That motherfucker. We tried to get him out on a private jet overnight, and they, he said, fuck no to the U.S. He was like, I'm staying with my folks. I, he's yeah, 44. Probably. He's 44. He's two years younger than me. I don't know. I think uh, I think it's more than enough. 42, 43. I think 40 years old is old enough by far. I don't know why we have this thing, especially nowadays. If we're so progressive and all these soft cults, cancel culture motherfuckers are progressive and everything, so why the fuck are we still hiring? Why are we still have 80-year-old presidents? Like, why are we progressing in that regard? Because it's all fake and bullshit. Like, these motherfuckers are fucking puppets in a puppet show. These motherfuckers ain't running no fucking presidency, dog. It's a fucking shit show. These presidents are horrible. The one one we got in there now is old as fuck. Oh, he can't stay up. He can't pronounce shit. He can't enunciate. He's fucking... He's old acting. Oh, dog. Let me bring Wido in real quick. Wido, what's up? He's shutting his car. He got a charger out there. He got fucking... (laughs) Oh, yeah. Wido, what oh, up, dog? Damn, back. I, had to, I had to close the door. I didn't want to be too loud. Uh, he was trying to stunt. Uh, he was trying to stunt, huh? Hey, you heard y'all that need to shit, see the, bro. If y'all need to see the challenger, we could open it up, but that's my bad. Nah, man, you earned that shit. Be proud of it, brother. Hey, man. What up, Wido? Hey, every other job at this age, you'd be retired. You know, they'd be pushing you out. Right. Hey, Brian, what you doing, dog? You about to go hunting a fucking deer or something? No, man, this is just comfort gear. I mean, North, this is how we do in North Carolina. Hey, I know, but you also go hunting shit over there, too. That's what I'm saying. You might be hunting, motherfuckers. Yeah. Hey, I, Brian, I like let me ask you something, Brian. Real shit, it was a real podcast here. How many brothers is as hunters? I don't know any. So, But in Kansas, I met some. And so I'm like, damn. So brothers do hunt, but I think it's geographically designed. I think you have to be from either a green area where some forestry and fucking woods and how many brothers really grew up in that deal. Um, but there is obviously Georgia, uh, South Carolina, North Carolina, fuck Virginia. There's a lot of fucking areas that, uh, some brothers grew up in. Is that a, is that a thing? Do they, do y'all hunt? Oh yeah. And and look, I go fishing. I'm going to tell you. It's oh, I know brothers time. fish now. Yeah, now it's one time, black, white, old, young, everybody. You go to the boat ramp, everybody talks, everybody's cool. We could solve all the problems. With oh, yeah, you're right about that. Hey, it's just like me and pussy, you know, short, fast, skinny, and tall. I fuck them all. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Hey, that's a real thing, though, since I've got the fellas in here. Lucy, you want to call in? 
Uh, I'm just fucking with you. Yeah. Come on, Lucy. Hey, hey, Gabe, there's a real thing, though. Not all vaginas are very pretty looking. I agree. There's been, I've had some that's, motherfuckers, that motherfuckers is tore back. Like, there's the lips in the middle, and there's the fucking labia on the side. Yeah, they should have some hair if it looked like that. <laughs> I've seen, I've seen, hey, dog, you guys should Google American Gigolo. It's a porno. I think I remember that from like the 80s or 70s. Yep. You know what the porn star did, Brian? What was that? She tied her pussy lips in a knot. Oh, yeah? Uh, That's how big they were. So you can't sit here and tell me that they're all the same. And then, and I know Lucy won't tell you all penises look the same because that's a goddamn lie. We've already talked about that shit, though. But, whoo, I don't know. What's up, Brian? You got a question? No, Coach. I'm, I'm good. I'm just hanging out. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm good today. What up, Wido? I know you got some fucking old geographical-ass fucking fizzle, philosophical uh, questions. <laughs> well, when I... Joined, I saw the poll was about the UFC fight. You know, I'm a big fight guy too, and I just want to say, I don't know if you pick the side, but it's going to be a serious fight on Saturday. Really? Well, I oh for sure, coach. The way I look at it like this, you got to compare him to how they fought Usman. He's the top tier guy, pound for pound, best. Both of them fought him twice. Both of them got whooped twice, but Kobe did better in his two fights, in my opinion. But the issue is here. Masvidal didn't hate Usman like he hates this guy. He hated Askren. He, yeah, he liked Till, but when he's coming to kill you, he can put the lights out. Kobe's been dropped his past two fights. Got his jaw broke the first fight. When you break it, I think you're fragile from then on. So if it's a first-round chaos fight, I'm going Masvidal. But if it gets past that first round, I think Kobe can really take him to the ground and do it. Interesting. Be a big I'm glad. Fight. Yeah, we're going to have to have a UFC segment, dog. I'm going to have to bring you on. Maybe we'll do that. We'll have a UFC segment, and you just talk the whole time because I literally know one fucking thing about it. I don't know shit about the shit. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know shit about it, man. Um, but that's interesting. That's interesting. Um, It'll be a good one because some of the UFC fights, some, some of the styles aren't interesting to watch. Even me. I like it all, but if, some, if it's not interesting to watch, it is what it is. Hey, so what time does that motherfucker come on for you tomorrow in the Florida? What's that? What time does that motherfucker air tomorrow? Because it ain't on out here until like, it don't even come on until like 9 o'clock at night out here. What time? Is it, is it like a midnight out there? Out here, to, out, out here, the main card starts at 10. There's usually four fights on the main card, so the main main event fight is probably 11.30 to 12 midnight. Damn, that's crazy. And motherfuckers yeah, stay up, huh? Oh, for sure. Well, once you already bought it, you're already at the bar. If you're at the house just buying the pay-per-view, you're already in it. Fuck it. Hey, you know, the crazy part about it is it's it's crazy. It's crazy how that works, Gabe, because me and Gabe on the West Coast, Brian and and, uh, Wido on the East Coast. See, West Coast basketball in the March Madness, college basketball, West Coast uh, ratings is really, really fucking biased. It's an East Coast biasy because East Coast don't get to watch Pac-12 basketball. Even though UCLA and Arizona has been good for a long time, they they always if they lose one time they drop tremendously. But Kentucky, Duke, fucking UConn back in the day, they can lose one game and fucking only drop one spot because the East Coast voting is all on the East Coast. And at twelve midnight when the Pac twelve comes on, they're not watching. 
But in fighting, UFC fighting is interesting that it's flipped. Um, kind of crazy. Joel, what up? What up, y'all? What's good with you? What's up, Joel? Hey, Same dog, shit don't suck, don't suck on, we don't suck on round cylindrical objects, Joel. What's up, man? We don't suck on round cylindrical objects. We just talked about that. Man, that's for you. All that cinnamon stick shit is for you. I'm drinking my shit out of a straw. And y'all uh, can dick feminine, y'all feminine, feminine. That's all right. I'll be feminine, bro. What's up, man? What you got going? Man, not shit. I, I, uh... I am going to be watching this UFC fight card. I'm probably going to stream that shit, though. I don't want to pay for that pay-per-view. But uh, anybody that says Colby Covington is not going to get the win is completely out of their mind. My guy. Really? You think Covington has it won, huh? Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's I think he's a superior fighter. I think Masvidal's older. I think his chin's a little suspect after that last knockout that he had in his title fight. And I, I just think everybody hates Colby Covington because he says a lot of stupid shit. But... All that talk doesn't matter when those guys are in there fighting, man. I think he's just a better fighter. Let me paint the picture for you real quick, Coach, just in case you don't know. I like Kobe a lot, but they grew up as training partners, <clears throat> roommates. Jorge's the big dog. Kobe's the little dog. He's a nice little dog. And, and I, I mentioned the knockout, too, but he's got 30 pro fights. That was his first time ever being dropped, ever being knocked out. So I don't think it's a, it's a, a that factor. And in terms of fighting, Kobe's nice in his fighting style, but Masvidal's style has changed, and now it's a get him out of here now. Kobe does not have that at all. He's going to wear you out, slow punches. Not slow, but not, uh, like like a 70% punch. Yeah. What? Masvidal's coming out throwing 100. Hey, what females are on that card? I couldn't even tell you any other fight besides that one, completely, completely honest. I Hey, interesting you say that, Wido, because uh, Will Schultz Will on here says if anyone knows wrestling, Colby's going to make the fight a boring one. So it's it's kind of interesting you said that. Uh, he must know fighting too. He's not a member though, so I can't fucking regard him. Brian, what up, oh, no, dog? Uh, B-Mart, you uh, you had an interview. What's up? Yeah, I just got out of the books. You just, got, just out? got out, huh? Yeah. yeah, I just got out of it. You get it? Well, they, they said they're going to hit me back right now, so we'll see. Hopefully they hit you back yeah. during the show. But, but it's, 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 it's just another option for me because I'll flex on them. And then they were late. They're, they didn't join until like 308 and supposed to start at 3. So I don't know. To me, and it's, it's with the court, and then I don't know. That's like, I don't know. We'll see. Hey. It's just an option. Oh, yeah. I would have shut that bitch off at 3 o'clock. Yeah, I tell you. But. Now, I understand. See, that's how people think. That, see, they think they got you by the nuts because you need them. No, they need me more than not. I'm that's surprised, my so. point. That's I'm what I just said that for. I said that for a reason. You sounded like they needed you. So I'm like, well, at 3 o'clock, I would have been like, bleep. You need me, motherfucker. Now you got to get. Now, guess what? If you want to Zoom me again and offer me the job, I want $15 more on my hourly salary, motherfucker. Hell yeah. Hey, dog, you got to learn how to negotiate, dog. You got to be a hustler, dog. You got to get this shit going. You got to get that East Coast down South shit back out here on the West Coast, dog. The West is the best. We're trying to hit you to some game. You know what I'm saying? I knew that when they throw that job offer. I said, uh-uh, what are we looking at right now? So, nah, so I see I the numbers you. on paper. I got to see on paper first before I start talking. So, nah, I hear you. you know? Shout out to Wido, Florida. Florida in the house. My boy, Brian. Uh, my boy, uh, uh, out in North Carolina, Brian B. We got everybody in. Joel, I don't know where you, where you at, Joel. Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis in the house. Memphis, oh, great, 
Great barbecue in Memphis. Great, uh, great chicken sandwiches. Great fried chicken. I love Memphis. Great titty bars. Uh, hey, there's a place in Memphis, dog. Uh, in Nashville and in Memphis called Donks. Is this still around? No, that probably got shut down. The, they changed the names of the nightclubs and strip clubs here. Like every. No, nah, it wasn't a titty bar, though. Hey, hey, Gabe, this was this place was a fucking. So it was an ex Titan. He played in the NFL. He was a good. He was a good dude. He started this thing. It was basically the black version of Hooters, and them motherfucker called it Donks. It was a bunch of black bitches with ass in that motherfucker walking around like like Hooters with titties, but no ass. These were all sisters with ass. That right. shit was a good. It was a good idea. I don't think he made it though. I don't know. Hold up. Probably too many shootings in that motherfucker. Yeah, it's fucking. I don't know. I just wrote it down, JB. I'm gonna do some research, man, and I will follow up with you on that and let you know if the donks are indeed big. Hey, donks! All you saw in the front of the drive. So what he did was in the parking lot. He had a bunch of fucking uh, like, you know, regals and fucking uh, uh, on 26s and shit. The donks, you know, the big fucking. Yeah, so so but then the donks inside was uh just straight up ass, dog. It was just but they were in booty shorts, boy shorts, but just had ass, like dumb ass. And uh yeah, not, it was a good concept. I thought he had a good concept, huh? Was it was it Lindell White? No, hell no. Lindell White was still in college, dog. Lindell White Lindell White was at SC, dog. This is about years ago, man. Fuck Lindell White's a youngster. Oh, I thought you said he was a Titan, my bad. No, it was X Titan, but it was Lindell White was still in college when this happened. Oh, okay, true, true, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, man, yeah. my boy Joel just dropped me fifty dollars. Man, shout out to Joe Accord, man. Yay! He said much love, man. Uh, yeah, da, 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 da. awesome badges. badges I appreciate you, Joe. Hope your mom's okay. What do you say? Uh, what do you say, uh, Gabe? I saw some badges. I saw Lucy and a couple of people sending you twenty bucks. We uh. call them badges. Oh, yeah, I appreciate it. Shit. Yeah, all the podcasts, they say, hey, man, send me some badges. Like, what the fuck is that? It's like a badge, and it's 20 bucks, so I can get some Popeyes. <laughs> hey. Chick pot with that 20. Hey, it is what it is, man. Shit. Um, hey, let me ask you this. Since you guys are all on, we're going to have an open conversation about the meat and potatoes portion of this show. I'm going to skip a lot of shit and get to a few things real quick. Um, first of all... Um, Real quick, the show is brought to you by NordVPN, so make sure you guys protect your fucking shit with NordVPN. Go check it out. Use the promo code BELIEVE at NordVPN.com. Believe, B-L-E-A-V. Get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan, plus additional month free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Go to NordVPN, N-O-R-D-V-P-N. Dot com. Uh, check this out, uh, you guys. Listen to this shit. So, I don't know if you guys know this. I'm going to pull up uh, my top five dead or alive. We could discuss this real quick. I'm going to discuss two things with you guys. So, there's my top five dead or alive um, all-time performers. All right? All-time performers. I got Michael Jackson, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Prince, and Beyonce. What do you guys got? I'm talking about performers. They could be a football, basketball, wrestler. I don't give a fuck. You know who I comp- I contemplated? Hulk Hogan. Yeah. 
I contemplated Hulk Hogan, but I was like, you know what? There was a lot of great entertainers in wrestling, but Kobe was always down 30, up 30. He was fucking shooting fucking fadeaway. He was making this show. Jordan was the same way. I say Kobe more because he's more recent, but him and Jordan, very similar. Michael Jackson, it doesn't matter. Most selling artist, uh, you know, just everything he did was electric. Uh, even if he fucked kids, I, I don't condone that, but we don't know if that's true. Prince, uh, very, very yeah, electric. Prince, Prince. And Beyonce, you know, I think Beyonce is a fine woman who, who, who puts all her effort into dancing. I saw her at Coachella out here, Gabe. Um, that was a bad performance. What what's your five? I'll take all of your five except for Beyonce and put Tupac in there. Who do you put in there? A big Tupac fan. Not not because he was a gangster, but because of his uh ability to use energy and, and like his uh charisma to, to to sell it. You know what I mean? He's the ultimate salesman, ultimate actor. Oh, he's an actor, no doubt. I'm over wasn't yeah. no real gangster. I remember his actor. Oh no, I agree. Yeah. I yeah. Agree, but uh, would- all right. How about this? What's yours, Wido? You already know. I'm gonna just throw one in there that you didn't throw because I like a lot that you said. When I'm thinking performance, obviously I'm thinking like a, a crazy rock band with the, with the millions of people to come yeah, watch, yeah. like the BMX, like a queen. But I'm gonna throw somebody in there, man, and say Denzel Washington. There it is. Here it is. Period. If he does anything, I'm tuned hey, in. I'm tuned in. Okay, that's yeah. interesting. What about you, Brian? Well, the, the first name that came to mind was Prince, but I'll take your Hulk Hogan and raise you a Ric Flair. Yeah, Ric Flair's uh, like I said. There's a lot of wrestlers out there, like yeah. Jimmy F- uh, Superfly Snuka was an entertaining yeah. motherfucker jumping off the thing off the fucking the rope. Undertaker, you gotta say Taker or Stone Cold. Yeah, yeah. you know, there's been oh, you know, God, Rock, God. The Rock when he was in his prime, oh. The Rock. Hey, still, still hey, to you this know what's funny is a lot of people don't know, but Ric Flair is a little dude. Oh, I know. I met him in person, and I couldn't believe it. Like we're at a club together one time, and I walked over. And I was like, bro, on TV, you look like a, like. Well, like you know, they said Hulk Hogan was 6'8". Hulk Hogan's 6'2". Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. Rick, Rick Flair, though, he's a little dude. I mean, he's swole. He's like a pit bull. But yeah, yeah. He's a short dude. I couldn't believe it. I was like, damn, on TV. What about you, Joel? What's your top five, Joel? Man, I, I really like Michael. Like, Michael Jackson was the first thing that popped in my mind, and, and Prince, obviously. And uh, I agree with Wido. I, something that popped out was like Queen. Whenever they did that Live Aid show, like that shit was bomb. And I don't even like Queen, but that shit was off the chain. But uh, I'll I'll throw in since you brought in Denzel Washington, I'll throw in uh, Daniel Day Lewis. Damn, last Mohicans, Lincoln. Shit, that's the only thing I know that motherfucker from. What else was the motherfucker in? He was in Gangs of New York. He was a bad motherfucker in that movie. I think his most accredited, most awarded thing was Lincoln when he played the president. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I really never well seen it. One. I don't ever. I never seen it. B. Mart, what's yours? Coach, it's hard to take anyone off that list. So the only thing I can say is I can add some people that I saw live that were amazing to me. Like Mike Vick was one of those artists. Fair. That was amazing to me to see what he did. Yeah. And then when you talk about acting, I got to add Leo into there because Leo, he, he's been doing yeah. his thing. Hey, let me ask you this. Uh, Joey B said Muhammad Ali, not a very, not Mike Tyson, very, very close. Those are very good ones, uh, by the way. Dave Chappelle, I, I like that. 
day. Sly Stallone's not a bad one. Um, D- DMX and Deion Sanders aren't a bad one. Um, shit, I don't, I don't, uh, I'm not against it. Roddy Roddy Piper, Joey B said. Ozzy Osbourne. Babe Ruth, nah, nobody, nobody was around. Nobody, nobody was alive around that motherfucker. Selma Hayek, bro. Uh, Selma Hayek, yeah. Uh, hey, did, Omar B, that's where I was going, Omar B. Omar B, I was headed to that exact question you're asking. I'm going through the chat here. Uh, Lucy, I don't know about you, but are porn stars included in that? How many of you motherfuckers? How many of you motherfuckers? Before we go down that road, I got to say one person we all forgot, and that's Tiger Woods, man. That's Tiger Woods. Yeah, Tiger Woods. Definitely, definitely, Tiger Woods probably is a real deal. I've been, I've been, I've been on the golf tour as of late, and uh, I can attest to Tiger being a uh, very, very big attraction anywhere he goes. So all the eyes went on golf. Yeah, yeah. Lisa Ann. Lisa Ann is another victim of 10 pounds added to your video because she don't have no ass in real life. She she's we follow each other right now because she's on my she's actually under my podcast network and believe and uh, we follow each other. I don't talk to her. I haven't talked to her or nothing. Maybe I'll have her on the show. I don't know. But uh, she don't have no ass. You know what I'm saying? Now, she looked like she had ass for a long time. But I was like, oh, that ain't no real ass. But um, now she's doing sports. It's ironic. She can go from porn to sports. Nobody trips. Everything's all good, I guess. Uh, you know, I, I'm not judging them and shit. I don't, I don't want to judge nobody, whatever they did. Um, but it's, it's ironic how that works. Um, but shit, there might be some porn stars. Women might be thinking guys, but even guys may think guys no homo. But they may be like shit. Uh, me and Gabe, we grew up. Peter North was the motherfucker. That motherfucker. Uh, hey dog, oh. Peter North was an entertaining motherfucker. Dog. That motherfucker was doing funny ass shit. We were loud. He used to laugh. John Holmes. John Holmes. You know, white boy with like a twelve inch dick or whatever. Where, 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 where do we stand on Sarah J? On who? <laughs> Sarah J. Sarah J, which one's that? <laughs> you know Sarah J? She uh, a porn star? Yes, though. she's kind of old, ain't it? I don't know. She's the OG legend. <laughs> no, man, I don't think she's got a pretty face. I think she's ugly in the face. Exactly. That's, yeah, that's always the, I got. I got. I got to be honest. I've been on a porn set. I've been on a porn set. Uh, they weren't fucking or nothing. I was on a porn set with a bunch of porn stars. They're ugly as fuck. I'm gonna be honest with you. You take the makeup off, dog. They are fucking ugly. Like these are straight. Base heads, homie. They're base heads fucking. I'm just telling you. You put a bunch of makeup on these motherfuckers. If we put makeup on all of us right now, we'd all be fucking IG models around this bitch. So, I mean, I'm just saying. Um, Lucy remembers Peter North. Lucy, what do you remember about Peter North? Lucy ain't going to say. Jada Fire. Yeah, I remember Jada Fire. She's another one with no body. She was little. Fake titties, no ass. But on the show, it looks like she had big ass. Um... All right, how about this? Last, I got two things to go over. I'm going to finish it with you guys. Top five destinations. I'm a Hawaii guy. I got a a timeshare there. I go there a lot. Hawaii has always been my favorite, even though I've been to Brazil, Bahamas, Greece, uh, Italy, France, Paris. Greece is a spot I got to go to. Uh, Brazil, I love Brazilian women. I love Brazilian food. I love Brazil. You might catch AIDS there, though. You got to put on two jimmies. Uh, Be careful. Um, Greece though has some ridiculous beautiful places and then if you go to Italy you gotta go to France you go to France you gotta go to Paris right so 
Um, so, you know, Dubai, uh, people are saying Dubai, Bora Bora, Maui, Kauai. Uh, yeah, Bam. you know, I love Hawaii, though. I just like Hawaii. A lot, Hawaii to me is just, but, you know, Hawaii people, though, even though Polynesians, there's a lot of Hawaiians. Hawaiians are very different than a Polynesian as far as a Samoan or a Tongan. Hawaii does not like tourists. They are not friendly with you. They don't want to fucking have you there. I'm just telling you right now. So um, Tokyo is a very beautiful fucking clean place, by the way. Singapore. Uh, there's a lot of beautiful places in the world. Switzerland. If you've never been to Switzerland, dog, when I played in NFL Europe, Switzerland and, uh, and Amsterdam, fuck, gorgeous yeah. spots. Gorgeous yeah. spots. Where's your guys' top five destination? If you haven't been or if you have been. Spain. You been or haven't? I've been to Spain, Italy, Sweden. Sweden sucks. Don't do nothing illegal there. But it's beautiful, but don't do nothing illegal. Uh, it's, just like, it's just like Amsterdam. Yeah, you yeah. can't even have weed in your system or none of that yeah. dumb shit. No drinking and driving. Sweden will put your ass in prison for some dumb shit. But, but it's, a, it's a good place. But um, in, in the country, New York's my second home. The first time I went to New York... I loved it, even though I was from L.A. and the West Coast. That New York is is my is to me is the shit. Really, I don't like New York. I but I was spoiled. I I, I stayed in Manhattan for thirty days. Oh yeah, yeah. He's been the high life. Yeah. I went to the Bronx though with the homies. They picked me up in Manhattan. I was in the the high class shit in Manhattan. You was you were your home alone over there. <laughs> yeah, it was all good though. I had a house over there, everything for for a month, and then my homies from the Bronx picked me up and took me over there. And the Bronx is like L.A., so you're like, oh shit. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Changed quick, but I just I, I like the food there and uh, yeah, yeah. just the vi- the vibe of uh, you can go do shit every hour of the day. Why yeah. do you a youngster dog? Where you, you been anywhere or you want to go anywhere? <laughs> I mean, you know me. I've definitely been my places. I went to college for two years up north in Connecticut. But, hey, I'm going to just keep my shit sweet. Two places I would love to go. And this is not even on vacation to hang out. I just need to go there in life. And that's going to be Egypt and Turkey. Egypt. And hey, my period. brother was stationed in Turkey in the Air Force, dog. He loved it to death. Listen, I don't want to get too crazy and deep. But if you ever want to know some answers to some big questions and where we could, that's the places to go. I'm trying to go. Yeah, nah, I hear you. I, I've heard of some things in Texas, though. I mean, Turkey, trust me. Um, all right. Hey, Brian, where you, where, Brian, where are you trying to go? Well, I'll tell you one place I've been to that I really loved, and that was New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's like yeah. that's like me, though, you know, in L.A. saying I'm going to go to Compton. You know what I'm saying? That we, you, you're not too far. You could drive from North Carolina to New yeah. Orleans, dog, you know? Right. Like Marty going crazy over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joel, what about you? Yeah, man. When I was in the uh, the Air Force, I got to go to a lot of really cool places and a couple of really shitty ones. Uh, <laughs> probably, probably the coolest place that I went to was I I went to Guam for six months. Oh, and dude, it was the shit. Like scuba diving out there. Um, it's pretty much nothing but like military and then Chamorans, which are the locals. And it's like, it's a constant party and folks are getting into trouble. Folks are getting knocked out. Folks. It's, it's just insane. I I would go back there to visit, but I I wouldn't stay probably the, the shittiest place 
that I went to was uh, I went to Ali Al Salim Air Base in Kuwait. Yeah, and that that was kind of a shit show. But yeah, uh, Guam people people kind of sleep on Guam. A lot of Japanese folks go there to vacation instead of Hawaii. Oh, and so it's just like yeah, I heard that. Just a, like, I've heard a ton that. Of people. Yeah, it was great. I have heard that. B Mart, what about you? Uh, we don't give a fuck. We're gonna move on to the next deal. I'm just fucking with you. Listen to this, though. I got to move on to this. All right, listen to this. You guys you guys, you guys can all give me your... Because uh, fucking B-Mart's in L.A. now, dog. And fuck, this is his place. He fucking was in Georgia somewhere in the backwoods. He, he fucking. wanted to go to watch. I was in Atlanta. What are you talking about? I was in Atlanta. Atlanta, well, fuck. Atlanta, same shit. There's more, there's more transgenders in that motherfucker than anywhere. I've been there for so, two years. Um, Linwood and Watts, right? Yeah, yeah, no shit. How about this? How about this? 100 people still in the chat. Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. I'm going to get into the meat and potatoes of this show real quick. I got four people on. I want to get there. Or I got five people on. I want to get their, uh, I want to get their fucking, uh, opinion on this. So basically, a Stanford female committed suicide. She was a Stanford soccer player. Her name was Katie Meyer. Here is a quote that I found from a person, I'm not going to say no names, that came out in her defense, all right? She said, quote, the pressures of being a student athlete needs to definitely be talked about more. Always told that it's a luxury and privilege, but with that, but with that comes a lot of heaviness. So... I'm going to start this off, and I'm going to get opinions from all these fine men in this room right now. Lucy, you women in the room can maybe chime in. I couldn't disagree more with her quote, this lady that told this quote. It is is most definitely a privilege. It is not a right to be an athlete. There is so much more out here that could be being done. Like, I could be slinging dope, gang-banging. I could be in jail. I could be fucking choosing to go do drive-bys. I can do a million other things other than be a student athlete and become an athlete professionally, make millions of dollars. I just don't understand, Gabe, Brian. I don't know if any of you have ever had any close relatives or people that have committed suicide. I understand it's a real thing. I get it. I'm not saying it's not. I'm not comparing it to mental health. What I'm saying is why didn't any of my boys or friends growing up fucking, why didn't we commit suicide when we were living in cars, in the hood, gang banging, growing up in the ghetto, hood, inner city? Why is it that these rich white kids keep killing themselves? It is a good conversation in my opinion. I want to discuss it. I don't understand what the deal is. It seems like a lot of, I know a shitload of white kids from Beverly Hills who have everything in their life made, but they're they're going to buy cocaine with their money where brothers is going to buy Jordans and the brothers ain't committing suicide. These white girls and white kids are. Why is that? I'm just trying to... Now, I know people have been victims, uh, have, been, have had family members affected. I'm not saying that they don't. I'm not trying to be insensitive to suicide victims. I know Seattle has the fucking highest rate in the country, but... I don't know. I, I again, I, I attest, I, I compare this to mental weakness. I just, for, for some reason, um, mental weakness, in my opinion, is still comes into play, dog. Like Chris Pugh just said he had a fellow officer, 23 years old, kill himself. Um, I, 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 dog, it's a you problem to me. Uh, P. Hilly said, my father committed suicide. We have been average. Um, or underclass our whole life. I mean, I understand what you're saying, P. Hilly. Apologi- uh, sorry, I don't apologize. I'm yeah. sorry that your dad killed himself. 
a shitty deal. Um, Trevor Burns said, Trevor Burns said, bad take. Um, let's discuss it then. I, I'm, I'm curious. I understand that poor family has suicides, okay? That's not my point. What I said was, did you hear what I said? I quoted, why didn't any of my boys, my friends growing up, kill themselves? I didn't say nobody did. I said my homies. Right. Just so we're clear, I grew up in Compton. During the 80s, it was the precipice of the most ghetto gangster murder capital of the United States. Why didn't anyone that I knew fucking kill themselves? Now, why has suicide rates gone up in the last 30 years? Because life's gotten better. Life has gotten better. That's true shit. I was just saying the same thing. Life has gotten better, and we're killing each other. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I only got 3%, so I'm going to go ahead and talk first if y'all don't mind. Yeah, if go I ahead, die out, you already know. In my opinion, it's because not enough people. I won't speak on why JB's friends. I'll just go direct into the general public. So I think not enough people know. Now, mind you, Wido, before you speak, Wido, Wido's much younger than me. Wido, I'm, I'm, I'm 46, obviously. So people I grew up with is in my, you know, we grew up in, we're 80, we're, you know, we're 70s born, but 80s raised. We OGs. So, so, so Wido's a lot younger, and there may be a very much difference of, things that have gone on in this world a lot of things have changed so but i know Wido's a real one so i want to take get his take so go ahead Wido. and i know that i'm definitely a different kind of guy but in my opinion not enough people know that there's two lives two worlds going on right now especially right now you got your real life which is i'm a son i'm a dad i am me only me no one else is like me the other world is material world i have cars i have a job i am just like all millions of others but it's the same thing and it takes some people to realize so they get a real moment. Someone dies, get cancer, lose their job. To, oh, my God, the world's ending. Mm -hmm. But I feel like people that have been through the struggle, people like JB's talking about, they've already seen real problems, real issues in life, losing family, losing poverty. So once you get to a student athlete level, sure, we got pressure. Sure, shit's, shit's hard. But we ain't talking real life hard where we ain't eating no more, where I might not make it at home. And so until people realize we got two worlds going on, and as long as you're always good in this world, which means I'm alive, I'm healthy, you're always good. It ain't it ain't that bad because that's the scale. Death is the worst. You're gone. No more no more chances. As long as you got a chance, you're okay. You're down bad. You lost your job. That's are you alive? Do you got people that love you? Do you love people? You're good. Move forward. But so many people put the pressure of the material world like it matters. It's all that matters. I'm going to kill myself. And man... That's all I can say about it because I know that I just feel like I don't blame them for doing it because maybe they just didn't have their eyes open yet. No one told them they matter. And I feel bad for that. But at some point, you got to know you matter. Hey, it's interesting, man. The, 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 the chat who I love this community in this chat. So, uh, you know, I'm never going to, you know, we got interesting deal. You know, Trevor Burns said um, it's a bad take. And so we'll get into that. Uh, but there's some other people in here saying some things. Christian Manzi said there's more pressure on the youth today than there were back in the day. I couldn't disagree with you. No, it isn't. Not even close. I, I can't even. More. You're oh, so God. fucking wrong, Christian Manzi. And see, Christian Manzi, you're easier to cuss out because you're not a member, but I like you. You've been in here a while and talking. Um, you can't even, don't even go there, bro. It's not even fucking close. You can sit at home and make money on YouTube, motherfucker. We didn't even have an opportunity to fucking leave. If we left the house, it was 
fuck, it was going to be some gunfire. It was going to be something that we had to fucking overcome to go earn a, a dollar. So don't tell me that it was harder now than it is then. No, it's weaker minded now than it was then. That's why it's yep. more on the rise. Because you motherfuckers are enabled as fuck. You guys all expect something handed to you. When you don't get it, you cry like a bitch and you kill your fucking self. Now, I'm going to keep it 100 with y'all motherfuckers, homie. I'm from Compton. I grew up in a car. I was raised by the biggest dope deal in the United States history. I could have fucking killed myself a thousand times, bruh. Why didn't I? Now, I'm not discussing all that old shit that goes with everyone else. This is a fucking individual choice that you make to kill yourself or nut up and create a fucking better life. It is a result-oriented fucking life. Don't give me no fucking cop-out. You know what I think about people committing suicide on me? You're bitches. You're a bitch-made motherfucker. I, I apologize to your, for your daddy killing himself, P. Hilly. He's obviously had a reason. I think it is a fucking cop-out. I would have never left my son on this earth. I would have never left my son on this earth alone without me. That's just me keeping it 100 all the way straight funky. I would have never left anyone that on an easy way out and kill myself. And if any of you motherfuckers in here believe in the Bible and read the Bible, suicide's the number one sin you fucking could commit. So don't get in here and talk about motherfucking suicide now is this easy way out. No, motherfucker, that is the easiest cop out I've ever heard of is suicide. Mental health is right with it. It's the most selfish motherfucking thing you can do to a family member, a friend, or anything. And I know everyone each his own. We all have these different scenarios, and we all want to talk about all these different fucking things that we faced and why this and why that and why we've killed ourselves. Bullshit. I don't agree. That's just me, dog. No offense. If some of you guys want to leave and, and, and don't and, and, and don't be a member, whatever. I, hey, dog, I'm just going to always be real. I'm just telling you, I would never leave my daughter even if I don't talk to her. I wouldn't leave my mama. I wouldn't leave my daddy. I wouldn't leave my son. I wouldn't leave my homie. Not by putting a bullet in my brain. So I'm just keeping it real. I understand P. Hilly. P. Hilly said he suffered for it. It is what it is. And exactly kind of my point. You are suffered. You had no shit. It would have left scars on us if our dad killed our, uh, himself. What would you say? Oh, coach, I was going to say the only thing that I could say about the sad, the only thing I would feel sad about and have empathy for it's like, man, it's the ultimate quit. It's like you just gave up fighting and. I don't believe in that. I, you should hate to quit more than you hate losing. You're not like, that's the ultimate quit. You, you quit. You, you know, the problem is, though, like the people that will disagree with me out there in the world, they're going to claim mental health is the reason. That's the number one thing they're going to say. Mental health caused suicide. You quit. You quit. I, that's like, that's what I'm saying, though. You, you, you but, felt life so tough. That you quit. As yeah, dog. I mean, I, I just don't know, man. It's a fucked up situation. It's a fucked up topic. Uh, you know, I understand that it is a it is a hard one to discuss, but, you know. Hey, uh, hey let me say something about that. So to us in California, we, we look at it as like the weak. That's the weak way out. And people get offended because mm -hmm. we say that's the weak way out. But the, what we mean is 
you're you're it's not about you it's it's everybody you you just fucked all of our life the the living people that have to deal with that shit yeah. we're the ones that you hurt you don't hurt yourself nobody cares about you bro yeah. if that's your if, if you're if you're weak and you want to do that that's fine we everybody gets depressed fucking deal with it bro i when i did 16 years in prison and i came home you had every fucking excuse to hang yourself in a cell exactly yeah. Do <laughs> you think those thoughts didn't cross my mind? Bro, I, I had 30 years, man. But you know what? I wasn't going to fucking have my daughter or my son. Oh, no. I'm not going to fuck your guys' life up because I fuck my own up. It, it's the people that are still here that that, that it affects. You hey, know dog. I mean? I, I, shit. You know, my dad died no five in my arms, okay? We've all had situations. I, I wasn't going to kill myself because of that. I had a daughter still to look after. Number two, you know, growing up how I grew up, and, okay, I got charged eight felonies once, not only once, but twice. Why didn't I say, fuck this, dog? I'm not going to beat this shit. I've, I've, I've heard of people that have committed suicide because they owed motherfucker $10,000. Damn. Like... You owe a cat 10 grand and you're going to literally kill yourself for that? Like, to me, it's got to be some issues, man. There's got to be some deeper things. And, and I understand that that's, that's my point, Gabe, to real mental health. Mental health chooses you. We don't right. choose mental health. If mental right. health chose me to kill myself, then that's something you have to look at. Junior Seau of the world and, and these right. different people, CTEs and people that affect them. We don't know the deal. All we know is we've ran their brain scan and they have some white matter and it's sitting there. Um, and we're saying it's CTE and it caused them to kill themselves. Guaranteed. That is a fucking that mental health chose him. And we didn't choose mental health. So that's the problem. We're choosing mental health way too much nowadays. Way too much. So so your question earlier, my answer is we're built different out here. And, you know, you're either cut from the same cloth or you're not. And uh, I never feel sorry for the people that kill themselves. I feel sorry for everybody that their families and everybody that's still here. And I, I agree. I agree. I agree with P Hilly here. P Hilly said maybe there, maybe his dad, for instance, or whoever, uh, God bless his soul. Their mind just wasn't right from the jump. That could very well be, that yeah. could very well be uh, P Hilly. That is maybe that, that is something that we will never know. Or, you know, uh, P Hilly, let me ask you this. this is a good conversation, man. How old was your father, if I could ask, when he when he committed suicide? Um, I'm just curious because, you know, we can say our minds aren't right and all this thing. It's kind of an interesting study to see, like, you know, it's just there is no real age on this thing. In Seattle, dog, you got 17 to 45-year-olds killing themselves like crazy. Uh, P Hilly said his dad was 17 and had him at 16. Um, wow, 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 wow. You know what I mean? Um, hey, Eliana, Eliana Thompson Campbell is in the house, a female. Appreciate you. Um, she said, I was raised by strong people that came from nothing and was taught that diamonds are made from pressure, but mental health in the black community hood has been an issue. Different breed, generational. Um, I agree. Coach, I, mean, I, I agree. You know, you got to wonder. I mean, you got to wonder, though, as a college athlete, I mean, the pressure when I was in school, 
the college, the the athletes, they had it made. I, I agree. That's why I can't I can't disagree more with that quotation from this lady. She was a black lady, by the way, who said it. Yeah. She so said I wonder, uh, I wonder if there's more to it. I mean, there, I mean, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. But you cannot tell me that being a scholarship athlete at a college like you, Stanford, Stanford caused you to kill yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. You can't fucking sit here and tell me that it's more heavy on an athlete, student athlete, fully covered financially. Right. On a scholarship in the biggest stage is harder than it is going over here to fucking work at Walmart. You can't right. sit here and tell me that. Now we could disagree and to agree to disagree about everything else and why she killed himself, herself, or whatever. But what you can't sit here and tell me is that we need to look into being student athletes because it's tougher. Now that's just a straight up cop out, and that's a generational soft fucking era that we live in. There's no fucking way, dog. The cats that had fucking struggles were the cats that lost the scholarship from the gate, yeah. never got yeah. into Stanford. And, and was trying to get in and, and never passed the SAT. And then guess what they had to do? They had to go work in America. They had to go fucking find a job or had to go JUCO for fucking someone like me. Or guess what they had to do? Then guess what happens? They were a knucklehead trying to fend their way out. And then they went to jail like I did in JUCO, like Gabe has. So do you think I would have went to jail at Stanford? No. I wouldn't have. I'm telling you from my point of view. Now, I don't know about other people, but what I'm saying is that we're seeing cats getting scholarships every day and going to jail. Domestic violence, credit card fraud, every stupid fucking thing that they're doing on scholarship, we see every day. My point is, I guess it's... I guess it's where you're from too, Gabe. I guess you could be. It could be. It could have a lot to do where you're from. I guess as far as the scholarship player. Yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. the scholarship player from fucking Beverly Hills is completely different scholarship player from Compton. And but at the at the end of the day, I wish we. I wish I would have had their problems. That, that I, I agree with you totally. Their problems aren't really problems. I, I agree with you totally. I, you know what they are, Gabe? You know what their problems are for, to us? Their problems to us, it's called a fucking inconvenience. Really? Yeah, yeah. Their parents pay their cell phone bills. My, oh, homie. Car note. Car note. Rent. You know what I'm saying? It's and an inconvenience. Uh, they don't have enough armor on them. I think well, what happens throughout life when it comes to a mental health, you, when you go through things, you start building armor, so you're better prepared the next time you deal with something. It's almost like you're working, you know, when you go to the gym, you work out, your muscles break up and they repair and you get stronger. Hey. So it happens the same way with the mental health. So when you're going through stuff and you survive it, you're like, oh, that didn't kill me. That made me stronger. Hey. So if you go through it, nothing tough. Iron sharpens iron, dog. Right? right? Guaranteed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, build that armor. Iron sharpens iron. Derek Giles, thanks for telling us you, you grew up in Fresno, Little Compton. By the way, I've been to Fresno many times. It's not Little Compton. It's not Medium Compton. It's not close to Compton, motherfucker. You're in Kansas. You're Little Kansas. You ain't fucking Little Compton. Stop comparing Fresno to Compton, motherfucker. But by the way, why did you tell us you're from Fresno? You're not even a member, so I really don't give a fuck right. where you're from. But what do you have to say about the topic? That's all I care about. <laughs> Are you going to tell me that you had people in your family commit suicide because you're in Fresno, Little Compton? Or are you telling me that they didn't? What are you saying, oh, Derek Giles? Closer to, to Compton, uh, Fresno, they got some essays, but... Man, uh, Oakland, I would say I would say Oakland is the closest thing yeah. to L.A. and Compton. Oakland, 
some real ones. And after that, you know, there's some spots in Vallejo. There's some spots in San Jose. There's some spots here and there. Don't tell me Fresno. Motherfuckers ain't been to Compton if you said you're like Compton. Motherfucker, you ain't like Compton. Go there. It, it's 2022, and you probably still couldn't go to Compton. Oh, dog. People don't get it. And Compton, Compton hey, Gabe, there. Compton's like Beverly Hills now compared to it was. It's, it's not even close. At the same time, a lot of these guys couldn't go there. Not even close. They'd be scared. <laughs> They're fucking like Compton, man. Hey, Mike, great great name drop, Aaron Hernandez. I We, would have a, we could have a horrible... Rough conversation about that. I don't agree with the whole mental health with him either because I actually knew him and know some people that know him. So that's a whole nother conversation. He was trying to be a gangster even way, way back before he went to Florida. So I don't want to hear mental health on Aaron Hernandez, dog. I think he got caught up and was trying to be something he was not. He wanted to be a rapper, bro. That's just what it is. I don't even want to get into that whole Aaron Hernandez thing. Um Hey, listen, real quick, uh, Omar B., I know because I have to cut a few of these things that I was supposed to talk about off because I wanted to have these good conversations. Last night, I ran into a homeless man, man, and... uh, I saw that. Yeah, and, you know, I had to have a real deal conversation with him as well because I had to let him know because he was 32 years old. He does not look like he was fucking deteriorated. He did not look unhealthy. He looked very healthy and able and capable of doing anything that we do in life, and that was the whole point of filming that deal because I never filmed shit like that. So I think when you film something like that, it is kind of a bitch-made move, and I never chose... You know, when I feed homeless and I do things on my own, I do it on my own. That's just like kissing and telling. I don't kiss and tell. You don't need to see me with no female, <laughs> by the way. Right. But anyway, I, you know, I wanted to make sure I did that as a teach tape, as a coach. I was basically teaching some folks on some things. And I was like, listen, you're fucking fully capable. This motherfucker came up to my car, number one, which is the reason it started the whole thing was this motherfucker told me if I had a cigar. He didn't ask me for food. He didn't ask me for a drink. He didn't ask me for money. He asked me for another cigar. And I said, hell, motherfucking nah. And I said, I ain't giving you shit. I said, why don't you go buy one? And that started the conversation. He was a real respectful kid, man. And, and I'm just like, dog, I, under, I know for a reason your ass is bullshit. And I said, if I was really out here homeless, I'd be asking for food and food only. Right. And you're asking for cigars. I said, dog, that is number one. That dude was 32. That is the number one red flag that I had. And I'm just sitting here, sitting here thinking, hold up, dog. You're asking me for a fucking cigar. I said, number one shows me you're not very serious about getting out of here if you are out here. And number two, you're not out here. You going somewhere tonight with some coverage. Right. Gabe, that motherfucker was going to live in someone's house to, that night. I ain't, I ain't, don't, don't be, you know what I'm saying? He was a little dirty and shit, but homie, I, I get dirty too. Fucking changing the plants yesterday in my backyard. But I'm just saying like, homie, you motherfuckers is, they think that this whole easy thing is, is hard. Like it's easy. It's so fucking easy to be average. Everyone's average dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's why I was telling B-Mart. It's easy to sit there and look, wait for Zoom. Like, it's hard to stand up, fucking look at them differently, and they'll be like, oh, I remember that motherfucker. But people don't do that shit no more. And it's like, come on, man. So I just I just posted that thing, man. He, he was a good kid, but I just didn't, I didn't believe him. I still don't believe him. I think he has a bed to live in, to be honest. Um, he apologized twice to me, so at least he did that. <laughs> right? Yeah. They gave me an apology in the beginning at the end, so at least they didn't. They, they, they said sorry, at least. Nah, I hear you. Um, I hear you. 
Um, Christian Manzi said, so coach, you would rather have your kid grow up now than back in the day, right? Since there's less pressure today, dog, I don't know, Christian, I don't know why you think there's more pressure now on kids, but that's just because we're going to agree to disagree, Christian, because you're obviously a younger cat that doesn't know. That's why a lot of you guys don't realize that experience plays a huge role, and that's why there's a thing called respect and integrity and appreciation of older folks. That's how we were raised because you know who's the only person out of me and you, Christian, that knows about both generations? Me, motherfucker. <laughs> like, it ain't very hard and complex to grasp that I lived in the fucking 80s. You did not. So why wouldn't you want to seek information from a motherfucker that's been in both fucking generations and not just one? <laughs> like, right. and why am I going to listen to the motherfucker that's only in this generation, which is, in my opinion, the softest of all generations? So no offense to you, and I'm not knocking you. All I'm telling you is that's why we were raised to respect our elders, whereas now I we got kids out here calling coaches by first name, throwing shit at teachers, right. and telling their mama what the fuck they will and won't eat. Until you pay a mortgage bill or fucking a light bill or your own cell phone, motherfucker, don't tell me shit. But we don't fucking do it. We don't fucking do it. And that's the problem. We don't tell you youngsters the truth as parents and coaches and teachers. So... Please just listen to me, dog. I've lived in both eras. There is not even, it's not even close. And I can listen to, I can listen to all of your uh, gripes about why this generation is harder. And it ain't even going to come close, dog. You are a cell phone call away. You are a text message away from saving your life. Do you think we had cell phones on the side of the fucking freeway changing the tire, homie? We had to change the tire, dog, on the fucking 9110-101. No cell phones, homie. You think that was more dangerous or your fucking generation's more dangerous? And I'm just talking about things that are coming to the top of my fucking dome right now. Cell phones very, very much have an implication on what I'm talking about. Social media is a lifesaver for many of you guys. You can't compare the differences. We grew up in fucking straight fucking getting drugged through the mud on every accord you can think of. Every single accord you can think of. You guys get passes for everything, homie. You get passes for every single thing. Guaranteed. Gabe, let's just keep it 100 and keep it funky for these young cats. If our kid were to be gay, let's just keep it real. If our kid were to be gay, Gabe, would they not have been fucked up? Guaranteed. Homie, you're not having no gay kids now getting fucked up. You guys are getting fucking acknowledged and hands put on your back congratulating you. We were getting, our kids would have got fucked up in school or in wherever or wherever like the f word was a real thing homie it was worse than the n word at that time just so you're clear you can't say that word no more you're canceled like a motherfucker homie 
So Guaranteed. I'm sorry just to I'm sorry just to drop a few gems on you, but I'm just keeping it run hundred. There is a million things that you can do now that we could not do, and plus the positive part of the thing is there's other things positively that you can do now that we could not have got away with, and we sure couldn't have made the money you guys can make now based on what our fucking status is on Twitter. We didn't fucking have that shit. Guaranteed. He's still fighting it. He said a phone don't make it less pressure. You can have a house on the person paychecks. You you need at least three jobs or seven figures to have your own house now. Whatever, bruh. Dog, do you understand that salaries have fucking increased by tenfold? My dad made $20,000 a year, motherfucker. You have no clue what you're talking about because you're young and you won't shut the fuck up and listen to some older folks who have been there. Homie, right. my dad made twenty-two grand as a full salary. Quit making fucking excuses, bruh. Coach, the only thing harder is just the spread of embarrassment. That's it. That's the only thing that's harder. Because and, everyone's on their phones. They want to record. And that's it. And you're the same age as Christian Manzi, probably. Who, me? Probably. I'm just saying. Just that's what I'm saying, though. Married. That's what I'm that's saying, what though. I'm real recognizes real. Yeah. That's it. Who's in chat? Huh? Hey, uh, mm-hmm. coach. Oh, yeah, I'm 33. Oh, my bad, coach. I'm 33. Oh, okay. JB, bring one of the ladies on. There, I don't think there's any ladies in here. What? Lucy's in. They left about a half hour ago. They're like, these, these motherfuckers are full of shit. I know, man. I know. I, shit, we've already been on two and a half hours, dog. I got I to gotta get the audio side done. Hold up. I got to sh- end the audio side for Spotify, everybody. Hey, listen, I appreciate you. Have a safe weekend. God bless. Good night. I'll see you Monday for Merciless Monday. Peace. And uh, to the Middle East and everybody else in between. Peace. And Ukrainian. We fucking with him. Yeah, yeah. All right, bye, coach. Coach, I got to step off too. Have a great weekend. All right, brother.